Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience. I've compiled the very best of Cuss Corner throughout the football season. We've been trying to do one a week, and now you get a best of. At least part one of the best of. I guess this qualifies as Cuss Corner 22 or 23, whatever it might be. But I do want to let you know, if you want to get into a draw for 20 DK dollars, smash the like button for the episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comments section and tell me your favorite Cuss Corner topic from the football season and you'll be seeing some of them coming up here you'll be in that draw for 20 dk bucks if you want to get into a draw for 75 DraftKings dollars subscribe to the pat mayo experience audio podcast leave a five-star review DraftKings handle and something you like about the show and you'll be in that draw for 75 dk bucks other than that Sit back, hit the description of this video or podcast to find the entire Cusk Corner collection if you want to go binge it. Stuff to do over the holiday season or whenever you have some downtime. But hey, it's me, it's Feinberg, and the guy himself, Tim Undercust. Tim Undercust. What did your wife have to say about the Custies, Jeff? Oh, no, nothing about being triggered. She wanted to know why Tim's never on video. It's easier this way. Yeah, that's, a lot that of pe- was the exact answer. A lot of people ask me why I, he's not. That's the exact answer I said. There, there are too many variables, which also side pollinates into your cussed corner twenty-one, um, where you cut the clip of Tim talking about his ability to sort of be a VCR expert. <laughs> Knowing how Tim handles technology <laughs> now. I, I fail to believe that. I, I think he had much more epic failures in trying to record the Golden Girls than successes. And he was talking about even like pairing one VCR with another VCR. Now, I guess the saving grace would be there was only like four outlets on the back. There was only di- so many different permutations of cords that Listen, could go in. I and remember out. being there and I'm like going to tape this and then and then I would do like a trial. Like, okay, I'm doing it. And then I would like do it for two minutes. Then and you then, had to make sure the tracking was on. No, I would like stop the tape for a while. Oh, okay, I guess it works. And I don't know. It's just for like pirate, oh, pirating like error, WCW and really, WWF pay-per-views. That was sort yeah, of yeah, my biggest of it, VCR. I was really good at it. You say like I could, I, I could tape multiple, like I could take one thing off another. I got, I got to be really good. But it took a while. Like I could zip through that blue screen where you pick the time and you pick the channel and you pick the end time. I, I was really, really good with that. I, I of course, the, the irony is as soon as I got really, really good at uh, being a VCR, of course, VCRs became passe and no one used them anymore. But for for a brief shining moment, I was really, 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 really savvy with uh, one piece of modern technology. I've been looking. I, you know, what? I miss VCRs. In some ways, I think we we I wish we'd go back. <laughs> There was something cool about having that stack of tapes, like on a bookshelf, cool. like all the movies that you had and the recordings that you had, like they were tangible. They were real. You could grab them. Now everything is streaming this and disc that. And, and that's not me. I, I, I preferred the more tangible sort of like VCR, a VHS cassette. Like I miss the stores you go to and get a movie for a Friday evening. And I miss... You know the the uh, the visual of it, like DVR, like the, the the spines of DVRs are so thin, like you can't even see what movie it is on the on the on the spine. But like with the VHS, they had like the real cool poster on the front of it, and it was a bigger uh, column so you could see what movies you had. And I don't know, there's something. 
for people of my generation, like there's a nostalgia that we've missed not having v VCRs anymore. I understand all things change and we have to change with them, but that doesn't mean we can't for a moment say, you know what, uh, we, we were better off then in some ways. We've lost something that we can't get back because everyone's going to have to stream their stuff off the fire stick. I would prefer <laughs> to have what we have. Oh my God. What would happen when you're like VCR remote ran out of batteries? Would you even get up or just let it play? Uh, it, it would. I don't ever recall that happening to me. Oh, God. So you didn't use your VCR remote enough that it ran out of batteries over the course of 20 years? Well, it may have, but I never had it run out of batteries. But I mean, then you would just push the buttons on the on the VCR because again, VCRs are quite practical. If you couldn't find your remote. No problem, because there was a button with the chevron that said play, and another one that said record, and another one that said stop, and another one that said rewind. They were easily, they were very user-friendly, unlike today's technology, where I don't find it user-friendly at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, by, 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 by clicking one button where you don't have to get no, up and clicking the other button to hit play. To get into CTV or get into whatever you're streaming. Like, I can't remember all the passwords, and like I'm always trying, and if I'm not on my computer where all my passwords are saved, I have no idea. Well, my password, it's very inconvenient. I know your Netflix password. How can you not remember it? I gave you my Netflix password. I know, I know and, I, and I remember it. I only know that one because I have to plug it into the television when I want to watch Netflix on my TV every now and then. Oh, no. See, the move on that is if you... you just auto-sortor it, right? Yeah, 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 no, if you... Uh, see, Tim doesn't actually... Like, he just changes the channel or turns off the TV. If you just back out of it and actually, like, turn it off, then it actually saves your password no, every single time. Channel. What's that? I just changed the channel. Yeah, I know. That's why you have to re-enter your fucking password every time. That was really good. Do you think, like, I'm looking for government funding for a Canadian TV show that I can just, like, throw on some sort of channel. Do you think Tim tackles dated technology and, like, really talks it up? Do you think there's there's anything there, Jeff? Like, here's VCR whiz Tim Anderkest. Oh, I don't right. know why that's funny. Like, why is it funny that I was able to master a piece of technology we all use for a significant period of time? Yeah, because you're you're pining for a piece of antiquated technology that went out of date no, twenty years ago. I found it humorous that because it was cool I know with all your I know how bad you are at other technologies. So I'm. Gr it was. Are you calling him out saying no? He was not good at VCRs. No, I think he got it over time. It was over his lifetime. Oh, yeah, and clearly, he said he figured it out as the as the. Technology he can't figure out how to take a screenshot on that, his phone. That's my point. So that was the humor in that he perfected a technology, but the Tim I know can't perfect a technology. That was where I was bringing it up from. Well, we have a question from behind the camera. Yes, Paul. More of a statement than a question. I feel like Tim bragging about how good he is at VCRs may be front runner for most cuss story for uh, next year's costume. Oh, that's interesting. That's, that's so on brand. What do you think? No, the, the most cuss story of the year is him putting Pam, spraying Pam on his steak and frying it. That's because you told me to do it. I didn't tell you to do it. We've been over this. And if I did tell you to do that, you're just blindly <laughs> believing me. I didn't tell you to do that, but somehow you've twisted my words into thinking that was the thing. <laughs> no one thinks that's a thing. <laughs> Look forward to going there to see a game because I won't fear for my safety. I'll eat some great barbecue and we'll have some good football fun. Kansas City barbecue is trash barbecue. 
Oh, this guy's about Brooklyn barbecue. That's his shtick these days. Like hyping Brooklyn barbecue is the goat barbecue. Also, Tim has never been to Brooklyn. I don't need to be. Tim has never had any. (laughs) I have had that Heinz Kansas City barbecue sauce, and it is terrible. I'm out on Kansas. Oh my god! See, this is when this is where people think it's a shtick. Carolina barbecue is actually much better, more mustardy. I like that better. The Memphis stuff, man, I could take or leave. But no, Heinz 57 has these particular flavors of, I'm sure people have seen them, of the different city barbecue sauces. And Kansas City's is And that's how you go about judging the 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 barbecue of a city, yeah. It says Kansas City on the bottle. (laughs) Of course it is fair to judge it by that. (laughs) Tim, I was listening on the Sunday morning show when your power came back on. Oh, I was so excited. (laughs) Situation where you're giving me more of a field goal with a team I think is slightly better, who... As a road team gets to play a game in a dome, I'll take it. Oh, my power came on. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Just, just made Paul do a sink off. Well, it was exhilarating, I tell you. <laughs> Last week, I brought up having listened to the Cuss Corner about his um, VCR um, expertise. Yes. And I caught the clip of Tim claiming that he's never experienced, like, the balsamic vinegar. Well, I I did now. Hold on a second. That you'd never, like, been somewhere with it? No, not before uh, a few weeks ago, no. So this is, this is, I don't, I don't mean to, like, railroad you here. And I, listen. What is this show if not railroading Tim? Okay, I, I am, I guess... I've been to nice restaurants. I've been to like even nicer than nice restaurants. I've been to well, we know. low grade. You don't need the people's charity to yeah. eat at your no, 800 no. plate whatever, whatever dinners. That park place is where Jeff eats. <laughs> Listen, I've been to a place like I've been, I've had meals at a place like park place. I'm just saying this is not like a normal. My point being is what sort of low rung places have like this is something they would have at like Eastside Mario's. Yes. No, they don't. Oh, that's Eastside my point. They have the breadsticks, which are delicious. No, my my point is their- like what sort of low rung establishments have you been going to your whole life? Like, like it's not even a fancy thing. No, it's, it's, it's just the a, first it's time just you've a been, thing. Yeah, it's almost like in 2019, it's like salt. Oh, like it's maybe that is more- such an elitist thing to say. I see. I disagree. I any like Italian place that I've ever been to that serves you bread, even some non Italian places. It's like just if you get served bread so, at Italian place, it's a ninety nine percent hit rate that you're getting the balsamic so, vinegar. Sorry, and I've, places- been, I've been to Pizza Delight where they have your own <laughs> your own bread station. Like they're masters at bread. There's no balsamic and vinegar to mix in there. If they haven't got it there. Where, like, bread is, like, one of their main things. And the other Italian places that I've been to, like Olive Garden or East Side Maris, they don't like, I can't continue because you're laughing at me. I don't know why that's funny, other than I think that it's far more elitist than you think it is to have grilled bread with balsamic vinegar and olive oil mixed together. I think that is, again, a very bougie way. And as a man of the people, I these are not experiences that I had. Uh, See, so I think you're like, proving my point when you when you point out the places you go that don't have it. That lines up with everything I said. Now I'm only bringing it up because you put yourself out there as some like experienced super taster is what he calls himself. Like there's someone that is like um, 
Yeah, like this has a lot of information, but really you're working with way less. Like you are incredibly smart, but the things that you don't know are freaking amazing. I mean, I I only know what I've experienced and what I have I've seen. I know, but you sell yourself as like uh, as this omnipresent like, like person of information. An average Joe and a man of the world who has, uh, you know. No, because a man of the world doesn't just experience a restaurant pizza, with, pizza delight. With, with balsamic <laughs> and vinegar at the table, like, for the first time in his mid-30s. Well, like, they're bread experts. I don't know why you're looking down your nose at that. Like, they're bread experts. They know what they're doing. Uh, I love bread. I don't look at, like, I don't, I can't ditch bread. All this no car, like, that's a pro. I can't. Grant can fluctuate. Drop some. Uh, get rid of soda. I'm losing some weight, but but I can't drop. You're the off the cam diet. Eight sodas a day. No, no, just like any soda. Like outside of needing it, maybe with a cheeseburger or some Crown Royal. I no more soda. I made see. I don't. I don't really drink uh, like liquor all that often. I'm more of a beerman or a wineman uh, myself. But I have started doing that. If I'm going to drink. Because I am on the, you know, keep the carbs down, keep the cows down. You know, I'm on camera every single day. Got to keep slim here, Jeff. Well, DC, um, there's no cows. It also doesn't have liquor in it. And it doesn't what? taste good. When, like, I, I don't drink rum. Uh, I haven't been punched in the face since I stopped drinking rum, so I'm not going to go back to drinking rum. But, I, Tim, I actually got on your bandwagon. I enjoy a nice Perrier and vodka with a lemon wedge in it now. It's delicious. You know what? That probably is It's good. really delicious. Never tried it. It sounds way too much like that White Claw stuff. And I'm, I'm not like, going to... Oh, yeah. Tim's been railing on White Claw. White Claw is not available in Canada. He's never had it. He's never tried it. He and just... I don't need to. No, I don't like it. What? What? I brought it up to him, and he... What teed him off about it, though? He gets triggered by so much. Who knows? It's just like this new drink that people are enjoying, so he assumes it's some, like, new age fad, but it's really just something that's existed forever that someone finally decided to can up, People from all ages really seem to enjoy it. Like I said, you can imagine some, you know, hipster with their opera glasses in line to go to TIFF. Okay, hold on a second. The only person who wears ridiculous glasses is you when you wear your fake reading glasses when you give speeches. First, they're not fake. They're magnifiers. When it's dark, you don't need glasses. When it's dark, the magnifiers are. You're indoors. Wait, wait, what are you doing? Going to the cavern, some sex dungeon, and reading a speech? When you're at a place where you're trying to read something and it's rather dark, it can be like that at a restaurant too. At 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 certain times of day, where it's hard to read, the the magnifiers help. And you've gone on TV with fake glasses that are completely ostentatious. What are you talking about? Listen, I'm not saying that I am not guilty of dressing like someone who looks super fucking cool, but you're just, you're throwing (laughs) shade at people and you're guilty of it too. No, I'm using it to be practical. I'm not doing it to be. Oh yeah. That's practical. Your little glasses so you can read up on a podium. They help. I mean, like I said, I'm not wearing this so I can be seen on eTalk Daily in the lineup to TIFF. What an obscure e-talk no, daily. But it is really annoying that I'd probably have to walk right through that annoying sh- I don't like this part of the city this time of year. Well, we are directly next to the TIFF light box. The epicenter of TIFF is yeah. outside that door. And they, like, block streets. Not just the cars, I understand that. It's annoying and, like, parking lots. Annoying and, like, eight times the price because, you know, there's TIFF people are coming so we can charge them whatever. Um, but there are people that work in the area. There are people that work in the area that aren't going to TIFF. They just want to get to where they got to go. But they're even closing the streets for, like, walking. Like, for pedestrian traffic. It's insane. Um, I just want to point out that all I was trying to do there was show 
the insane contradiction in your ability to call yourself like the maven of Tribune of the people. Uh, yeah. And to have never Tribune experienced something that was so common and, and whatever. And then tell us like it's good, but everyone you're speaking to has had it when they were a six year old boy out for dinner with their parents at a restaurant. Well, I mean, for those people who live, you know, no, I'm not. Life. No, you don't have to. You see what he's doing? He's trying to frame you as an elitist here, not him. See, Tim, Tim is. It's our, not a high grade thing. No, it's, it's just not. that elite. Like, it's, it's literally at thing. like very, even low end, nice little, like, fair, beyond fairly priced, like mom and pop Italian. Well, Tim would place. never go to that because it's not Olive Garden. I'm just saying, no, it's not, Boston, it, like it is not like seen as like a fancy okay, upscale Boston thing. Boston pizza isn't an Italian place. It's a fucking pub. Well, but it's pizza. It's, it's, it's not like, even a pub. It's what you would call like an American Okay, so, so they, they serve pizza, so they're an Italian place. So when McDonald's used to serve pizza, they, they were an Italian place? No, but you were getting Italian when you got their pizza. <laughs> you understand my distinction there. <laughs> Tim, you had a definitive rankings list published on Twitter about all my rankings are definitive. The best snacks, liquid or solid, that you can have at a movie theater. So please, while you're watching a movie, Tim, enlighten us. I mean, do you just want me to to repeat what I've got ranked? Because I can do that. You realize that people aren't just like with their phones open on Twitter looking at this while this segment is coming up, right? We haven't labeled it a watch along. You could have just said yes. I, uh, I don't know where you would think about it the other way. That seems insane. All right, fine. Movie theater snacks definitively ranked number one snack, and this is uh, you know you, this is almost in a tier of itself is the fountain drink, uh, particularly DC, but it doesn't have to be DC. You can get regular Coke or Coke Zero. That's fine, or Sprite if you're feeling adventurous. You know whatever. Uh, it's the best. I mean, fountain drink pop is delicious at the movie theaters for whatever reason. It tends to be also extra delicious. It's nice. It's refreshing. It's a great thing to have. It's not, it's always kind of cool. The cup holder is built right into your seat. I like to, guys, there's so few places I go where I have the ability to use a cup holder. So I like to take advantage of that. I think that's a really faction factor. So cup holder, uh, fountain drink, that's the number one snack. Number two is buttered popcorn, but no flavors. Uh, let me be clear about this. I hate those <laughs> those people that shake like salt and vinegar all over their popcorn or like nacho cheese or barbecue. Y- you people are awful. Don't do that. Use the Pat Mayo method of using a straw and layering the butter this sequentially through the, the popcorn bag. It's a fantastic trick. I use it every time I go. You save the charge of them buttering it for you by them layering it. You can do it yourself uh, just as efficiently. Uh, as long as you're allowed to have a straw, of course. I don't know how hot butter through a paper straw uh, would uh, would work, but assuming that you can use a real straw, then yeah, uh, butter popcorn is definitely number two. Shall I continue, or do you? You can just list them off. We don't need like your d- detailed analysis of each of these ones. Uh, okay, pe- people can figure out popcorn at a movie. I agree okay. with his his no shakers or any of that. Oh shit. yeah, well we'll, get, we'll just I want him to finish the list, then we can talk about it. Licorice number three particularly black licorice of course if they got it but red if uh, if that's all that's there i mean red licorice is not really licorice it's just candy real licorice is black licorice then whoppers uh whoppers are the are a fantastic theater food uh, they're crunchy they're they're delicious they're subtle. why would you want something crunchy in a movie theater they're also i like it. And they're also they're terrible awful. they're they're disgusting and they're also the inferior malt candy in like the brand well 
that's your opinion and it's a mistaken opinion. After that is M&M's. Plain is the best type, so go for plain. If you have to go for peanuts, I hate the peanut ones, but I suppose if you have to go for them, go for them. Uh, caramel ones are actually quite delicious too. Then Swedish fish. In Canada, they're Swedish berries. In the U.S., they're Swedish fish. Those are fantastic. Tropical Skittles, not the regular ones. I don't care for the regular ones. Tropical Skittles is where it's at. Then Dots, then Junior Mints. What are Dots? Gas. Like Jujubes. Like the oh. little, they're like Jujubes, kind of. Very, very small. Smaller yeah. than even regular Jujubes. Okay. Not then, exactly. Then a gap. So you can see that thing from Seinfeld. Outside like of popcorn, I have a real uh, antipathy towards people bringing hot foods into movie theaters. I don't care for it. I think it causes odor. It smells. It disturbs people. I, I don't like it. But if you must, sandwiches, like a hot dog or something, then fries, then nachos, and any of those fancy coffees that people are making these days. You know, people seem like, you know, if you're going to TIFF, or you know Sundance, you gotta have. Have your... you have you ever been to one of those two things? No, I haven't. So but how you know, so how do you know? Because movie theaters are now offering like specialty coffees that you can have at the movie theater in some places. Have you been to a movie theater that's done that? Yes, I have. No, Where? Where? They're they're around everywhere now. Like there's coffee bars now in in movie theaters all over. Okay, so so why would it have to be pointed out that they do it at Sundance and TIFF when they do it at the shitty theater that, that you where, go to? That's where it would have started, and it sort of trickled down mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, Okay. Uh, then a gap. Any kind of alcohol, I just do not like at all. People, you know, again, it's millennials who don't go out very often. So if they go to the movies, they feel like they have to have a boozy, you know, coffee. Uh, that, that, that's actually food. untrue as well. That really started in Europe. Or a glass it's, of it's been, wine. It's been that way for a while. Don't care for it. Don't like it. So it's alcohol. And then DFL, and you know, there, there couldn't be a big enough gap for this. Is sour patch kids? That might be one of your all-time my, worst yeah. takes, like your anti-sour patch kids. Trash can. Yeah, it's that's easily like a top three. But okay, okay. so let's go through this. Fountain soda is okay. fucking disgusting. And so just cross that off. Get yourself you, like, like you're. Listen, you're going somewhere to sit down for a few hours. Like you don't need to be even fatter with everything that you're going to eat here. Just well, then have diet coke. Diet coke has got no calories. <laughs> You know, when what do you think comes in with uh, Fountain Pop? What, what do you think? It's it's not the same as Can Pop. Hey, Can Pop actually does taste a whole lot better. Even bottled soda takes tastes a whole lot better. The syrup that is put in to preserve this awful Fountain Pop and mix it together with the water, it's not good for you, Tim. Yeah, but I mean, it's, if if you have you know Diet Coke or Coke Zero, it's not fattening because it has no calories. Okay, when I read Tim's list, I st- exploded in laughter at the fact that Fountain Pop was number one. And I saw Licorice High, and I knew he was clearly referring to black. Uh, Found Pop is the number one thing. Is It's, it's absurd. It's, it's really it's absurd. Gross. It doesn't even make sense. What do you mean? It's great. It's something cool and refreshing to drink. It's, it's not even cool. cool. It's pop. Yeah, but it's, not, yeah. it, it, it's inferior soda. Well, whatever. I don't think it's inferior. It is. It is inferior to a can of whatever you want. No, sometimes Fountain Pop is better. I actually am one of the crazies. Which kind? McDonald's? McDonald's, you think Coke from a fountain at McDonald's tastes better than a can of Coke? Yes. That is fucking insane. No. No. I swear to God, people that actually drink this stuff have a say. Yeah, the fans know. I believe you guys are just just too into this like too much sugar into you that everything just tastes good after a while. I pick pick and choose with the stuff that I enjoy. So if I'm going to go to a soda, I'm going to have a can of Coke. Yeah, that's what. Listen, I think any soda, I don't care what brand, any soda being ranked number one is 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 preposterous. Just have a just have a bottle of water. No, I love it, and that's what I want. 
Do you get like the biggest one for free refills? Yes, and I do use that. Also, I mean, you don't it have like you want some fountain pop and heart disease. Like the number one, way better than a soda would be like getting an icy. An icy? What yeah. Is that? Well, everyone listening probably thinks you're an idiot. I don't know what an icy is. It's like this. This. It's like a carbonated slushy brand. Oh, they have yeah. a lot of states like AMC. They're delicious. Oh, that sounds terrible. Oh, I, no, you would love it. You would love it. And you get, yeah, no, you would. It's I from guarantee. the guy that doesn't mix his slushy flavors together. Remember that. Yeah, well, that's that's also insane, but that's fine. Blue, red, you mix that shit if you want. I don't particularly care for those things. No, uh, trust me. They actually close Almost them. I find I get brain freeze from them really quickly because I drink them too fast. So, so we can go get another refill. All right, Sheldon Cooper. The, the move here is, the answer is popcorn. And it's on a, watch it, two. It, it's not though, because it's number one, and then there's nothing close to it. That is the thing synonymous yeah. with going to a movie. You I get agree. the big thing. And like I mentioned, the trick. If people are unaware of the trick, I feel like I've said this many times on the show. But hey, if you're new, the ultimate butter trick. If people see you doing it at the movie theater, they will, their minds will be blown, and then they will do it every time thereafter. That's how this stuff spreads. So what yep. you do is you take your bag of popcorn. Uh, any size, really. But, I mean, the larger the bag, the easier that this works. Although a medium is best set up. Although Americans are fat fucks, so their medium is, like, extra, extra, extra large everywhere else in the world. So, who even knows? No, that's not very nice. I mean, it's dead. When you go to eat in the States, Tim, hey, have you noticed the, the portion sizes are a bit large? I find them to be generous, yes. Yeah, a bit, bit generous. So, basically, anything that is medium in America is just, like, extra large in the rest of the world. Then, like, your large is, like... It's just, ugh, I don't know how people can eat it. Either way, you take your popcorn, you put your straw in, and there's different levels of the straw. So you put your straw in all the way into the popcorn, one side of the bag. Uh, not all the way on the edge, just a little bit in, maybe like a centimeter in and a centimeter in, like that sort of block you put in, or an inch, I guess. If you, you, Anyway, you put, the, you put it in, you put it underneath the butter machine, and you pour the butter into the straw. So the butter gets to the bottom of the bag. You then elevate it an inch or two, and then you put more butter in it, then it hits the middle level of the popcorn. Then you elevate it a bit more, then it hits the third level of the popcorn. Then you put the butter on top of the popcorn, you shake it up. Then you are not dealing with the situation where you have pockets of butter all around your popcorn. And then it gets really soggy and it gets gross. This way, you can have fresh popcorn, freshly buttered, and it is delicious the entire way through the bag. Well done. It's one of the greatest inventions of all time. And it, Tim is absolutely correct. You start putting that like nonsense shit that smells like garbage yeah. on top of your, like, you need to get the fuck out of the theater. Like, go fuck yeah. yourself. It it was just that, yeah. I, I can't stand it. No. Ba I'm not one to ban things like Tim. That should be banned. I won't, I won't put up a fight. Where's Starburst on here? Eh. I enjoy, I enjoy a Starburst at a really movie theater. I don't think they're really a movie. Theater. I also don't really understand your affinity for Whoppers when it's not even the best version of that candy that it's exists. Delicious. They're delicious. Maltesers are better. I don't actually agree. I actually think Whoppers are better. I think they're the no, original. No, Whoppers are gross. How are you on putting like the M&Ms or the Glossette Raisins, whatever it might be, into your popcorn? I'm opposed. I like strong. I don't mind it, actually. I don't, like I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Uh, Reese's Pieces should be on your list, too, by the way. I, there's a whole bunch of chocolate bars, because at the movie theater, they have those, like, different type. You don't just buy, like, a Mars bar. They're, like, Mars chunks. Oh, they're, like, and, little like, bags. But they yeah. have that for almost, like, every single different type of chocolate bar. I, all of those are, like, 
Swedish berries are like, all right. Tropical Skittles are the nut low. Regular Skittles, oh, are sour, delicious. regular Skittles or sour Skittles are way better for one thing. No, I disagree. Yeah, no, you just have bad taste. And the alcohol yeah. thing is, I'm kind of with him. It is more of a European thing to go to the movie theater and have a beverage, just especially where we live, that people can't go to a movie theater with having a beer. They need to have all the beer, then they start yelling halfway through and try to fight people at the movie. <laughs> the only time that I enjoy drinking when I'm at the movie theater is if I go to like one of those VIP rooms. And then you're like, you know, like then you can like have a glass of wine while you're watching it. It's fantastic. I, I don't want to do that. I don't. Uh, you, why don't you want to? You don't want to go to the VIP? I don't want, I'm, no, having a glass of wine while I'm watching my uh, my Christopher Nolan movie. No, thank you. Why, why don't you want a glass of wine? You can have, you can have a, any drink you want. I just enjoy wine. I can sit there. I can sip the wine while I'm watching. It's like I'd be watching a movie at home. No, I don't like that. You go to the movie theater, you should have popcorn and a pop. You shouldn't be drinking wine or I don't. Beer. Well, I don't drink pop because I'm not a fat fuck. You don't. The stuff has no calories. It's okay for you. <laughs> how's it work? Okay, honestly, how is, how is that working out with the weight loss program? Continuing to drink Diet Cokes. That is the least of a person's problem. That, okay. It's zero calories. I don't know how to. I, I, I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to relitigate this to you. Yes, Paul. Just a little information for Tim. There's tons of sodium in diet in diet sodas and stuff like that. So that makes your body retain more water. So cutting that all out of your like it's. I know it has zero calories, but your body's just going to retain more water when you consume like diet sodas and stuff like that. So the more you know. But it's a treat when you go to the movies to be able to have them. Yeah, but you yeah, drink it's not like a treat when you drink nine a day. A day. <laughs> okay, but we're talking just about me. I <laughs> hope people in general. Uh, what What are your take on like fries and hot dogs and stuff like that? I, I not don't, for me. I would. It's not for me. Either. I'd rather like eat that or nachos for that matter. I just don't. I don't, don't mind nachos. Uh, yeah, but the type of nachos that you get at the movie theater are like the lowest nachos. The low and the, oh, Mexi- the Mexicasa. Yeah, they're no, like. No, I actually don't mind the they're actual. So, oh, come on, on, man! They're, they're, they're like, hold on. I gotta agree with Tim because like, sometimes I just, nachos. sometimes I'm just craving that genericness. But I have the best story for you. I don't even know if I want to name this person. But Cam, it's, it's someone. No, <laughs> it's someone that we worked with that used to be like enormous. But I don't know if you knew him. When oh he was yeah, enormous. yeah, I know. But now he's like the most fit guy I know. Period. He used to work at a movie theater. Do you know this story? No. How he got fired from... Yeah, you definitely know of this person. Yeah, I know. Tim knows him. You would have worked at a movie... He worked at a movie theater. He got fired. (laughs) The boss called him into his office. This is when he was in (laughs) North. And showed him surveillance video of him of drinking the... (laughs) Pumping the cheese oh, into no. his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of a movie. That cheese, that, that's the part of like the, the nachos, the actual <laughs> chips that you get are like low budget chips that are underneath that like hot light. So they get like soggy hot, which is not good. But that cheese is disgusting. Oh, I don't like, like that. That's I below, that's like below cheese whiz and like the lowness rankings of cheese. Oh, I don't know. I, oh, I think man. it's all right. But in Sometimes a movie theater. the genericness of it. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, when was the last time you actually had this stuff? Jeez. I can't even a de- remember. A decade? I can't even remember the last time I had some hot Mexicasa. 
liquid. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've tried that stuff. But, uh, so yeah. but, but if you put it there right now, I'd definitely take a big dip. Yeah, that shit's great. You're in on that? Of cheese sauces? Yeah. Like the, Imagine being like out the on cheese no sauce. name brand, like fake cheese whiz. Inject oh. that directly into my veins. Delicious. You people need to clash yourselves up a bit. Sometimes I like it. Talking, I enjoy a nice low talk- adventure into like eating every now and again. That like that's just beyond like you can do much better if you're gonna go with like shitty foodie. Go get a bucket of chicken. Yeah, that sort of stuff or though, something that, yeah. like that. They serve that shit at like gas stations now. I think. And Tim loves gas like station food. So it, it makes the hot sense that he would button like this. at the gas station. Yeah, they have the chili and the cheese buttons at Seven <laughs> Eleven. They they do. It's like the dispensers for like milk and cream you put in your coffee. They've got it for chili and cheese. Do you put that? In your so what do you put that too? on like nachos or like the hot dogs? Nachos, they sell there. Both nachos, hot dogs. Sometimes it's a keto if you feel like. You have lunch it. at Seven Eleven regularly. I, I, I used to. You yes. got that chili makes me very nervous. Like you have to be really drunk to to eat that chili, Tim. Yeah, but you know what? It's pretty good. It's not as good as like Wendy's chili. Like it's not up there. But it's definitely it's, not. There's a it's, spice it's, to that hot. That hot liquid nacho that I remember. Put it this way. You used to get that shit at baseball games, too. Yeah, this stuff is all drunk food. Like, you're, you've are you given up all inhibition. You're too loaded. You're just like, fuck it. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat this. Would you ever sit down sober and be like, oh, those generic nachos and that awful cheese sauce? Mm-mm. Let's get filled up. I'm going to okay. side with Paul and Tim on this one. Oh yes, God. maybe. <laughs> <sighs> I win again. I mean, if this is what you consider winning, that's not good news, my man. I think we should run a poll on this. I mean, oh. most of the viewers are of the show are... you in or out on cheese sauce? I, I, I would say that most of the viewers of the show are American, and you might win that poll, because that sounds like a very American thing to eat. I think people are in on cheese Listen, cheese-sus. I've been on record before on this show saying liquid, not cheese whiz, but like a higher-end liquid cheese is maybe the most underrated condiment going. So good that you would put your mouth under a tap and... Uh... Let it let it go. And I ain't talking about that shit in the can either. Cheese in a can? Yeah. Can that, ain't, that ain't for I, me. Can you imagine standing there in the office watching the videotape of it? I mean, you this know, sounds you, like something that you would do. So what do, you, what do you even say? Do you say, okay, here's my badge. I'm done. Like, do you try to defend yourself? They call it fit call it fake news. It's a deep fake. Uh, I wonder if you even try. You just go, yep, you got me. <laughs> can't believe Sour Patch Kids are that low on that list. But oh, he, Sour Patch I mean, Patch listen, we've, we've gone, like, he litigates, he hates sour, he, his hate for sour candy and his, like, candy debate angers Despise me. Despise it. It's Stuff really weird. Sour candy's by number far one, Number one, number yeah. one. Were cherry blasters on there? No, they weren't. Oh, I'll give you yeah. a head of shit. All those, like, sour yeah. cola bottles. I don't like, like sour cola bottles. Oh, uh, give it all. Give me it all. I like the cola bottles that don't have the sugar on them. Even though it's, like, oh, sour, no. fruit, those sour fruit slices. Yeah, a little. Yeah, those are like low rent sour patch. Kids. Sure, they're yeah, the same they're like, taste. They're just not yeah, as good. Yeah. Where's the, best, where's the best place to sit in a movie theater? Because I know oh. the best place. Pat, Pat and I have the exact. Same I don't opinion. go. You listen, I don't know. See, the problem is, Tim. Like, that's why you and I work really well at the movie theater because we, we yes. both like to sit in the same spot. Where is it? I don't know. Uh, the first row of like in a standard movie theater where you have like your seats down below yeah. that are like close to the screen. Not there. That's too close. Like if I've been you're in the movie close. in three years, I could still know what you're talking about. Yeah. So like if we're coming in and like this is 
like where you walk in, like yeah. right here, let's say. Just show right? me where the screen is. So the screen's right here. Yes. So there's like a row of seats right here, and then everything starts going up yeah. this way. On the stairs. Once yes. you hit the stairs. First row of the up? stairs. Yeah, that's the seat? There's a seat. And there's always like a handicap section right uh, below it. Right below it. So there's a bar right here, just right on the edge of the row. If you sit in that seat, you're up enough that it's like, I level with you. You don't need to be at the very top. You're very close to the exit, for one thing, in case there's a fire. You're like me, and you have to piss a lot. Or just you have to take a call. Do whatever. Because you don't want to be on your phone during the theater. But you can put your feet up on the bar the entire time. And no one says shit to you. You're not kicking anyone's seat. You get to go nope. back and like the mini recline. Put your feet up. It is a fantastic viewing experience. You, what you sacrifice by being a bit too close to the screen, you make up for in pure comfort. 100% agreed. It cannot be disputed or debated. It is the best place in the movie theater to sit. If, the, you, know, it, you know, we're living in a world now where there's, you know, more and more seats are being assigned at movie theaters. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like being I like being able to pick my own seat. <laughs> I am if I can get that seat. Right? Yeah. But if I can't, but that seat like, is usually open. That seat is usually open, but I think people in time are going to realize it's the best sort of like the exit rows on planes or you just put it out there. Exactly. In some ways I feel bad now that the world knows about Where this. Where are your numbers in his hometown? Oh, not huge. <laughs> not but Pat Mayo experience not very big in Canada. But anyway, those are the, the best seats. Go grab them. Uh, it's worth going even a few minutes early just to make sure you get them because it's uh, it's it's great. You say the exit row on a plane? I like the exit row on a plane. I like the extra leg room. I just like sitting in the very first seat of the plane. Then I can be well, the if I can't get the exit row, then I want as far up as I can get. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. I want the extra leg room, but if I can't have it, then yeah, I want as far up as I can in the window because I don't want anyone disturbing me to get up to use the bathroom. And I'm in the window seat. No one bothers me unless I need to get up. Tim or Paul, sorry. If they ask you to be the person in charge of like the door, what do you say? Absolutely. No problem. I are you, handle. are you capable of being the person in charge of the exit door? Well, of course I am. I'm I, would not, I would not trust you with that. I, I, I'm if we are, I am competent enough. You are run. not, you are not calm under pressure. Sure I am. I'm you're ice a maniac. Cold I'm ice cold in a crisis. And you're incredibly cursed. So it's just a troika of things that could go potentially wrong. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> Do you know Tim puts kosher salt on his hot dogs? I don't really understand it. I know like the all beef kosher hot dog is, is a five star wiener. It is. But yeah. like even Do you need to put extra salt on hot dogs? I don't know why he's like trying to like what brand hot dog do you do you rock? Uh, I like top dogs. You realize you're older than six years old, right? Whatever. I like hot. I like top dogs. I also like. See, to I thought he dogs. was gonna like shock me and give me some like higher end like kosher Jewish. No, no brand. A, if we've learned anything from Tim, <laughs> he's like the lowest of the low, like any product. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like the ones in Costco too. Uh, and following up from last week with the oil discussion that we were talking about, did you see what he said he's doing? Did you miss oh, this? Yeah, yeah. So instead of balsamic vinegar mixed with the oil, canola, right? he said he's going to use canola oil and malt vinegar and then use toasted bread for dipping. Did you actually do that? I haven't done it yet. My The whole argument was about whether I thought that would be an, an adequate okay. replacement. Can I tell you something? Do you want to, you, you put that like. Can, wait, can I tell you something? Yeah. 
you have a big pen line down the middle of your head from going like this. Where is it? You got it. Wow, where? How big could it have been? Yeah, I just I noticed it. You t- slice up one of those French baguettes. You drizzle it with olive oil. You do the sea salt. And you put it in like the toaster oven for a few minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing involving canola oil. Or no, malt I was vinegar. Take- <laughs> or malt vinegar. <laughs> no, I was going to take Texas toast, put it in the toaster, cut it into squares or points. When you say Texas toast, you're just buying Wonder Bread Texas toast style, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, just, then, I didn't. Whoa, 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 no, let, let it finish. Toast it up, cut it into either squares or wedges, and then in a little container. Instead of using extra virgin, I mean, in my opinion, basically oil is oil is oil. So <laughs> olive oil can be easily replaced with like canola oil or vegetable oil. Like that's fine. And then yeah, I, I think malt vinegar is better than balsamic vinegar. I, I think that the, it tastes much better. So what's the difference? It's oil, it's vinegar, it's bread. If I liked it one way, it won't be as good, perhaps. Sure. But it's eighty percent of the way, and if you're in a rush and you want something tasty and quick, well, whatever. That's what you get around the house. Why, why do you have to be in a rush to do this? What would be the difference of <laughs> actually buying the real thing? No, when he said this the first time, he said he was going to cut it into triangles and squares because it's fancy. It is also, fancy. That's how people think anytime, the caviar. Hold on. Anytime you bashed him for like his <laughs> shitty food things, he always and part of his defense for it is in a rush. Like microwaving that revolting stuff. And we talk about Tim having all the time in the world to go stand in line at banks, but he can't make himself a meal. It's about being resourceful. That's what you got around the house. I think it's you can pinch hit with that, and it's fine. I think you would basically say, you know what? This is almost as good as the stuff you get at those fancy Italian places. That's all. But we we just delight. Yeah, like pizza delight. Those fancy Italian places. (laughs) (laughs) Last thing that I found out about Tim. Do you know he boils his water for ice? That is yes, I do. Up. A lot of <laughs> a lot of restaurants do that way. It's perfectly no, clear. Okay, no, if don't. restaurants do that and that's how they make their ice, why don't you take a tip from restaurants when serving food? I, I don't know what you mean. Like you do, like the low budget knockoff yeah, it's version a of what restaurants do. Of restaurant, like, but you, like you're at home. Who cares? Well, like, I'm in no rush to make ice. But so. you're in a rush to make all your food, but to make ice, it's it's a 20-minute process? <laughs> if I'm going to have ice, I'd like it to be clear. I don't like ice cubes where you can, like, see the white lines in the middle. That that bothers me. I prefer my ice cubes to be clear. Uh, call me old-fashioned, if you will. That's what I like. I need to have the fanciest ice cubes to go along with my malt, vinegar, and canola oil dipping for bread. But that's so insane. That's and so it funny. seems like, very millennial that. to boil your ice cube it really water. Does. Well, he also talked about no. how he, Tim also brushes his teeth with bottled water. So I guess that makes Not sense. Not bottled water, water from a cooler. <laughs> What's, I don't understand. Like, that's crazy talk, boiling your water to make ice cubes. Generally, the only time that people make ice cubes is because they realize that they're out of ice cubes and want one, so they just immediately go to the tap, fill it up, and throw it in the freezer, and hopefully it gets done quickly enough. I, I think that's how you experience Jeff, it. I think a how, lot people... how, how do you experience ice cubes? Okay, my wife gets mad at me when I fill the ice cube tray up from the sink. She prefers that I use, like, the water thing on the fridge so she's a fancy well, man yeah, of course. she's a fancy but I, like i'm like no funny. i'm no like it's freaking ice like i just do like let it all flow into the cube trays oh and... no no it's got to be filtered or boiled so that you get some of the imperfections out of it it's fucking 
fucking ice. Who cares? The imperfections. Well, do. Of, why do you care? Please explain to me why you care. Well, first, it looks cool AF to have a perfectly <laughs> clear ice cube. In that your that uh, you claim you're not a millennial. Listen to you. Who are oh, you dude. entertaining? No one. Nobody. So <laughs> I I don't like the ice cubes. I have the. I just prefer to boil it because that way you know it's it's been boiled. It's been up to two twelve. It's been you know there's no imperfections into it. It's it's it's, it's as good as it's going to get. Then you again, it just looks nice. It's about being aesthetically. Some of us get, go the extra distance, and some people don't. That's the difference between us, perhaps. So you will not. You will go the extra distance to have an aesthetically pleasing ice cube for yourself because no one else is around yet you won't take the extra two minutes to buy a different type of oil and vinegar at the store to make it I far never, superior i like, never I, said listen I, I never said that the oil the canola oil was better i just said you said it, you said make, it was 80 percent, which makes no sense yeah it's maybe what you of course it does oil is oil pretty much oil, okay then use motor oil then how about that well no obviously that's not consumable that's that's a synthetic oil. Based I mean, based on what you eat and what you talk about, I'm pretty sure you could handle motor oil at this point. I, I don't think so. But it again, would give you good viscosity, and then you would have no thermal breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I know you like to think you can look down your nose and judge about the trappings of the, the life of the average Joe, but the yeah, the life know. of the average Joe who had new demands aesthetically pleasing ice cubes for himself. You're such a <laughs> Because it's lit AF. Cool. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty no cool. pun intended. It's cool AF. Oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's ice. Jets fans, eh? Tim, it's ice to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, would you finally like to bring this up, please? Mr. Elite (laughs) Jeff? No, okay, sorry, yeah. yeah, You cannot turn this back on me or people who agree with me being elite. You mean sensible people? Taking home, like, toast from the restaurant is, is that looks like a homeless move. So here's the thing. I can see if you have extra, I don't know who goes out to like brunch or breakfast and has extra, like what are you going to, if you go for breakfast and you go for like the hash browns, the eggs, the toast, the pancakes, the sausage, the ham, the whatever, I mean, you're probably pretty hungry and hungover. You're eating that entire thing. I know who's bringing anything home with them, but I, I could see the toast being thrown in if you had extra, but you're not eating it when you get home. And definitely not putting it in the microwave and eating it, Tim. Well, I'm putting the whole thing in the microwave. But you're eating the toast that you put in the microwave. Toast sucks six minutes into a meal. Ah, eh, I don't mind it. I think it t- it's not as good as when it comes right out of the toaster. Sure. But we're ta- okay, here's the thing. 
but I'm well, not some elitist that can just afford to throw my money yeah, away. When you're I not per- throwing anything away. You're talking about slice of bread. You buy your loaf of Wonder Texas toast, man. If for a dollar fifty. If I bought it, it's mine, and I will have it. <laughs> no, man. Like no. th- this is truly one of the <laughs> lowest things you can do. Well, like, again, al- al- also, <laughs> also, you know what might be even worse than going home and microwaving toast to eat later for <laughs> breakfast as leftovers. <laughs> Bringing home eggs and reheating them, like eggs what? are low key. Something, and especially because toast takes a minute and a half to make. Eggs take less than that. You can have brand new stuff and not subject yourself to living like a hobo. I don't even know if that's a hobo move. Well, when you said that it would get no response in the poll, it was well over into double digits. People who were no, online. those are sick. I, I'm you know, disgusted. No, no, I'm t- t- Tim, Tim doesn't understand this. Is the they just vote to yeah, like... Yeah, they know that being on Tim's side leads to him believing this stuff and him espousing more crazy ideas. Like, no yes, one actually that's believes going this. On. That's yeah. not <laughs> awkward. That people vote for the things they agree with. No, saying they, they're actually doing no Tim, they do not. Where they're voting against their interests to pump up my tires to yes. get me to say... Yes, yes, yes. I think that is nonsense i think people are just voting the way their conscience dictates you live like a common homeless person no the fact that you're not addicted to heroin blows my mind (laughs) i live like the average joe no that is who i am done the jig is up it's over it's not yeah it is yeah it is you're not man of any people you're not you brush your teeth with bottled water Water from a cooler, not bottled water. I'm okay, so you, 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 you brush your teeth with bottled water. You boil your water for ice cubes so, the, so it's pure all the way through. Yet you bring home soggy toast from a restaurant and reheat yeah, it in the microwave and eat it. Heat it up and then you slather a bunch of marmalade on it and you're good to go. Oh, Don't worry no. about it. It's so wet and gross already, man. Oh, what? Whatever. And think about the and think about the places that you go to to get food. It's not like you're getting high quality bread. That's not true. Like bringing bread home. Okay, like if you do takeout. Uh, yeah, prop- popular restaurant people could relate to. Obviously, Tim wouldn't be able to. But say like Cheesecake Factory, I really like their like uh, black bread. Okay. And you do takeout. I'll ask them to like put some of that in. That's normal, right? Or cheddar, cheddar like, you know the be- is, is Yeah, it, is it toasted? No, it's no. the bread that they would put on yeah. the table it, before you eat. Look, but I bring the breadsticks home from ESM. The fuck is ESM? Inside Mario's, I bring the breadsticks back. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> are, those, are, are those those are all you can eat breadsticks? So you're taking all you can eat breadsticks and like. Bringing more food okay, home than you're actually allotted. That's water. like crazy. If you are, say, bringing home like half your pasta and there's like two breadsticks left in the bin. It, it gets thrown you in. You throw it in. Sure. If you want to do I'm it. I'm not throwing it out anyway. You're talking about actually bringing home toast. Yeah, no. Yeah. Everyone knows what we're talking about. You're wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. It is. Clearly, one in nine people disagree with no, you. No, they so don't. I can't I'm not even buying it. I don't even buy it. I would it. say that 5% of people probably agree with Tim because maybe, I mean, not a lot of homeless people have Twitter, but like deranged people have Twitter. So they're probably voting for him. The rest are just like troll votes. Honestly, homeless people wouldn't even want your. Like, they well, I mean, there's even... not a whole lot of leftovers in the homeless community. In fairness, no, you get some like, food. You the found food that, that like people would give them. Like I'm taking my leftovers, and you realize, oh, I got to go somewhere else. 
here, have like you here, just, have some soggy uh, toast and some hour-old eggs. Yeah, well, I mean, you can go ahead. Like Happy and Gilmore's caddy wouldn't even eat the toast. Want. That's fine. You can be as bougie and elitist no, as you want. No, there, no, there's nothing wrong, bougie or elite. Wrong, there's wrong, a difference between wrong, wrong. not being low and being bougie. No, this is be, this is this is yeah. being low. Yeah, this is being low. Yeah, no, this is being no. unintentionally low grade. Guys is standing on some moral hill of not wasting who anyways everything like the, the fact that you'll die on the hill of not like put ta- like taking two pieces of bread from your loaf and and just toasting it when you want toast no you're wrong like you're this wrong. is this is like in the same vein as like this is low just like thinking spaghettios is italian food is low it is an awesome lunch do you think it's italian food well i mean i suppose if one were to categorize it yes i suppose one would have to Yes, from behind the camera. I really think on the the ESM, as Tim would say, um, we're bearing the lead here. This is all-you-can-eat breadsticks. They have all-you-can-eat salad, all-you-can-eat soup. Tim is bringing home things. You're supposed to eat the food in the restaurant. You're not supposed to bring an all-you-can-eat stuff back home with you. Yeah, but if I've already got it on my plate... Again, I'm going to say that if he has, like, some of his Italian, say, pasta entree left... Or, no, no, you go there with five meals, get a second meal free, you get your free meal, and you just wrap the whole free meal up. If you had to rank... Like, where does Eastside Mario's... That's, like, the higher-end restaurant for you, right? Middle of the road. It's a a low-end restaurant. It's actually very good. No, it's not. It's like it's like saying like Applebee's is a very no, average restaurant in the downtown core of major Canadian cities. It's not some you, nonsense. You, you realize that you find crappy restaurants everywhere because they. It's just like the when chains, I well when like I was in ti- yeah when I was in Reykjavik they had a Hard Rock Cafe. You know who went there? No one. Tim would oh, go. I there. love Hard Rock Cafes. They're exactly. Cool. You'd be like, oh, I'm I'm in a Scandinavian country. Where should I go? Oh, the Hard Rock Cafe. That's what I would do. Yeah, exactly. So they have to have. They, there is a market for crappy restaurants for people like you. We had. I, we have a friend who's currently in Australia, and every conversation I've had with him there are just about what kind of things do they have at McDonald's, and what is the DC like there, and things of that nature. That's all we're chatting about. Yeah, and of course he's in Australia, and he's going to McDonald's, and he's having everything that he would get back here. Also, because I know this person quite well, I've been to his house. How does he eat, Tim? unconventionally so most of the time when you go over to this specific person's house who tim is talking about um you will just find open peanut butter jars with spoons in them and that's all he's eaten for the entire day or if if you or if you tim if you open his oven what's in the oven bunch of empty pizza boxes that's it those are the two things he eats love that now he likes pad thai as well chicken fingers (laughs) he eats like a seven-year-old me too Yes, Paul. Uh, he was saying that uh, Eastside Mario's very big in major cities. Closest ones are in the suburbs of here. There was one that was de- in downtown Toronto. That is permanently closed. Yeah, it closed so. a while ago. The one on Front Street by the Dome. Oh, I did see that. Uh, Tor- I don't want to. Well. Toronto is now the ninth most expensive city in the world to go out for a date night. Oslo is number one. You want to know something? I wouldn't know. You don't go on date nights anymore? <laughs> I can't even. Well, you're talking about you're talking about doing the peanut butter on your pizza and eating chicken fingers. So, oh, I wouldn't do that. I just like pizza, not peanut butter on my pizza. I just mean I can't even remember the last time like me and my wife stepped out of the house. Oh, you guys should go to Biblos Uptown. 
My friend runs that place. It's excellent. I'm, I, I can't Shareables, wait. Shareables, Tim. I'll, when you come up, I'll bring you there. I can't wait to go. We can go order like seven mini anywhere. plates. It'll be excellent. My, I got to defend Tim in saying my wife, who's very, can be very like um, hoity with like food and, and restaurants and likes things, you know, highly recommended or like when we'll go away somewhere, like we'll go to the places like you look up like places like uh like that her like favorite like chefs like or whatever but sure. she loves Eastside Mario's the genericness of it it like i don't know tomato pasta that's so good it's so i, I don't go though she goes and the great thing about it is that they'll put as much parmesan cheese on until you tell them to stop yeah that's called every italian restaurant man <laughs> okay well i don't know about that and what about the balsamic and vinegar yeah, how's no, your how, how's your malt vinegar and canola? Oh, did you see canola oil got ander cursed? Apparently, it leads to dementia by a new study. So I think Tim might already be there. I don't know. Anyways, no, you you are dead wrong on this toast thing. You're you're wrong. There's no well, coming back from it. Double digit supported me, so I I feel vindicated. I don't understand how that. It's how you feel vindicated. If you say you're a man, if you're a man of the people and an overwhelming majority vote against you, how does that make you a man of the people? I actually agree with him that getting that much vote would be like for such an insane thing would be flattering. That's sad. It's sad that people are putting air in his tires just to build to hear up. the next crazy take. That's all it is. Like, what was your favorite Starburst color? Yellow. <sighs> Does anyone like yellow Starburst? Jeff? Everybody. I don't like, I like all Starburst. Sure. But like if you had to, if they only sold it by one color, would it ever be yellow? Do you want to know they do sell it red? They do sell in like the States, like red only bags. I've never seen a yellow only bag. Yeah. Cause it's terrible. Man. Heating up your toast in the microwave. Whoa. That is as low. That is as low grade. Like you've done a lot of disgusting things, which like can question your taste buds. But this is like homeless low grade. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> so number one on this list is Jeff's burgeoning rivals list. <laughs> Tim, if you had to rank <laughs> Jeff's biggest rivals, who would they be? I do think number one is Darren Ravel. Now. <laughs> what, what do you have against Darren? Why do you hate Darren Ravel so much? What a fucking loser. We you sent out yesterday where it's like, oh, I'm Darren Rovell. If the Chiefs trade Mahomes, I'll cancel my Twitter account. This Clown fucking thing. guy, like, action. I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing. Like, I don't know if I'm hitting the chord I want to hit if I'm making Tim lose Oh, I was shit. like, I had tears coming down my eyes last evening. No, I was uh, no, what an insane person. Like, this guy. Is he more or less insane than Tim? Or no, it no. you know what? Way more insane because he's a fucking phony. Tim is a, like genuine, scary, genuine. This Rovell is such an ass clown phony uh, <laughs> trying to sell himself to nobody uh, or people born <laughs> yesterday as some like gambling expert for the fucking action network. And I like that operation. And there's a few of our friends that do stuff for them and they all do great work. Uh, I don't know why this, this, this clown is associated with that and he speaks like he knows anything about gambling he's a phony he's a phony he's a fraud he's a fraud to show me like what stadiums have on their chicken fingers or something that's that's <laughs> content made for tim 
It's good. If, if, if Tony Romo wins the tournament, I'll delete my Twitter account. So pretty much now, every day, I'm going to rail on this guy. Like, during the World Series, like, if the Miami Marlins win the 2019 uh, World Series, I'll delete my Twitter account. It was the clown face that got me. That yeah, because it's a, it's a clown show. But you hate emojis, Tim. <laughs> I know, but just I can hear Jeff <laughs> calling him a clown. <laughs> just, I don't know, it just killed me. So who's then? Who would you rank as Jeff's number two rival? Because he's very passionate about hating Darren Rovell. Justin Rose. No, that's the joke. Because there's another golfer who should be way ahead of Justin Rose. Yeah, Jordan Spieth. You hate far more than the Justin thing Rose. with Rose in his face like and Justin him. Rose. Yes, I don't Justin like Rose. Justin Rose is phoniness. Yes, he's also phony. So you're right. It's Spieth is genuine. I don't like phonies. Even this whole thing of like rose trying to be like oh me and justin timberlake are best friends like i don't believe anything rose tries to sell me anything what if he tried to sell you morgan stanley no sure but this guy <laughs> became number one in the world and, and sold out yeah he's allowed to but i don't have to believe it <laughs> he's allowed to so we have what about that Speed, but speed. No, hold on. Hold on. If speed like won a tournament, I'd wake up like the next day bothered. Justin Rose, like that's all like shtick. I don't like not like him. His like face like kind of annoys me, but I don't not like him, and I don't not like speed. I just am proud that something I called that was so like out of fashion is is in fashion well i mean that's tim's entire game plan here that's why he just enjoys everything yeah, but i don't do something like that every week on purpose and then try to take credit for it three years later this happened <laughs> it happened naturally and now i'm gonna take a little bit of credit or more than some people think begging for credit like you're tim listen to you hold on i'm allowed to take a bit of <laughs> I mean, when like a, when an opinion that when you make it is polling <laughs> at like eight percent and now it probably pulls. so it, it, uh, what we call uh eight percent anywhere between four and eight percent we call the cuss zone yeah so when i make the and i believed it when i said it i wasn't saying it to to to, to make a highlight or to still be talking about it three years later but when i made a statement that pulled at eight percent at the time i made it and now it pulls it over 50%, I'm allowed to be like, look at me. I don't think that's unfair. I think Tim is dead wrong, though. Just not a rival. So okay, before, number three is that lady at McDonald's that you see every day. Yeah, so... No, th not this every is day, how, but th yes. This is how this all started. We were, we were trying to figure out who Jeff's biggest rival was, and then he said, there's this lady at McDonald's, and I'll tell you on the show. So please tell us. I don't know if it can live up to it in words. And I would honestly just say before I get there... Travis Benjamin to me has to be my biggest rival. Cause like, More than Rovell? It seems like you have a lot of I don't wake up angry Rovell. about Rovell. Like, it seems like you live no. angry through Rovell. If, if Who's what, very welcome to come on the show, by the way. If, if you would it's like to. Brought, I'm a fan. I've okay. I, don't forget about McDonald's lady. I'm sure you won't. But I've been blocked. You know the list of people I've been blocked by on Twitter? At least that I know about it. It is very small. I, I didn't realize anyone had me blocked on Twitter until you sent me some guy. I, there was some tweet that you got blocked by by some hockey player, and it turns out I'm blocked by him too. I have no <laughs> idea who he is. And Yes. I didn't make that incident public because he actually apologized to oh. me after. But like a very prominent tsn member like came at me in dms couldn't I, handle my jokes i i saw the name. very well established joke i saw the name 
and I was like, I know that name from somewhere. Where do I know it from? I think I had like a Hartford Whalers pro set card of him in 1990. But you must have like someone, he, someone must have said something to you in a thread with him, and you made such like a an egregious like anti hockey comment. Like I'm trying to think why. No, because af- after the fact, I went and looked it up if I had ever been mentioned in anything with him, and I hadn't been. That is that is I get very by all the time. Yeah, I of course. Even... I mean, I'm this close okay, to blocking. So Ryan Leaf, <laughs> which bothers me that I'm blocked by him. I, I asked him a question that I saw reported in a thing like years ago. I saw like when he was a Charger that he had this like incident in our medical room where he like threw a chair at Doctor Chow, who's now like famous for some malpractice things. Uh, I, I'd say he's, but more he's famous also for no, being fantasy no, doctor. I was gonna get there. Yes, he's established himself as pro football doc. I almost need to know instantly, like what he thinks. Well, he's a good resource. Uh, I would say shout out to my guy, Doctor Jesse Morris. No, he gets the Pat Mayo bump because he comes on the show. Yes, no, I, I agree. I'm just looking for any doctor, and as you know, if you're a Charger fan, you're always in need of a diagnosis of the. Most recent injury. I'm a doctor. I can die. So Ryan Leaf has blocked me. Uh, Jeff Blair, a local. Who's Jeff Blair? A local Fan 590 radio host (laughs) blocked me. (laughs) (laughs) And this one bothers me so much because I was, he blocked someone else. He blocked like a genuine good guy who does these like local Toronto podcasts. Uh, I'll even give him a plug. I don't. Toronto Mike. That should interest literally 0.1%. But this genuine good guy got blocked by Blair. I don't know. This guy's never said anything in his life that would, like, offend anybody. And then I made fun of Blair for blocking this guy. Whatever. And Chuck Swirsky. The Onions guy? The biggest. There's a pattern here. If I deem you're a phony, I will be relentless. How do you do the show with me? I'm the world's biggest phony. I no. pretend like I know about gambling like Rovell does. But no, no, no. You're genuine in your phoniness. Oh, okay. So then like there you, is a... You acknowledge like this is a, like... No, no, right, no. People want the McDonald's lady story. No, but, but no, Chuck... You want the McDonald's lady <laughs> okay, story. Fine. Chuck Swirsky... Uh, listen, I spent a lot of years um, like behind the scenes in some sports media production aspects... Um, wrangling guests, getting guests. That's where I there, met you. There is not a bigger phony I encountered in my entire decade plus doing that than Chuck Swirsky. And I call him on it. I got no problem. This is a guy that you get him on the fo- He's such a fucking pissant. Like, <laughs> in, in the booking, you even get him up in something he agrees to do. Like, I'm not forcing you to do it. You could say no thank you. And you get guys on the phone before you put them through. And it's like a very... At least when you do it long enough, it's like a very scripted, like, routine. Yeah, you call him five minutes before, hey, you're on not the line, even, let's yeah, get a mic check, yeah, not, you're ready yeah. to go. Maybe okay. even, yeah, and if the guy's a real pro, it'd like, even be like 90 seconds. Yeah, if, like, I know you're reliable. If you're phone Pat Mayo. Definitely say, like, uh, you know, uh, Marenzi will be on. Here's what he wants to talk about. He'll probably talk about none of those things to talk about what he wants to talk about. No, all that stuff's <laughs> been done in email beforehand. But Chuck would yeah. be like, you'll get him on the phone, right? Rah, 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 like, how long is this going to take? Why are you bo- like, why are you bothering me? Like, da, 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 da. like he's just bitching and moaning, and then it goes on. He's like, oh, great to be with you. Great to be joining the great city of Toronto. And I don't know. I'm at, in, encountered him in public once too, a real fucking phony. Now down to this McDonald's lady. I don't yes, even know if this is going to entertain people. But just a couple times a week, 
It's not even my, like, the McDonald's that's close to me, but it's the McDonald's that, like, I'm on the road and I'm near. Uh, so a couple times a week I will go there. And I'm just in, this isn't, like, drunk or, or like, post-day, like, stoned, late-night, like, McDonald's. It's, like, 11 a.m. Like the 10 Nuggets with the side double cheeseburger. I do a side McChicken. Sh- all no, the same. double cheeseburger is the way to go. Not it's me- more not like, me- this is, like... I try to either beat the kids on their lunch or before or after, yeah, but it's time. just like innocent two cheeseburger, small fry holds me over. Perfect. This woman, she like makes this McDonald's her home. She <laughs> reeks of the same, like I women that put on so much perfume, uh, like bother me so much. If anyone sits at what she deems is her table, she like has this little hissy fit she annoys the staff to no end. Like, I'm always like, I hate this. Like, the staff always, she just walks, like, behind the counter. I see other people <laughs> go in there and complaining to the staff about this woman. I don't know. I'm not explaining it right. I fucking cannot stand this woman. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot stand her. I, I don't know why Tim is so entertained by the concept of all of it. But I hate this. I, I literally... This woman is probably a rival. Yeah. Is she number one? <sighs> no. I mean, it's clear. When I see her, I get really annoyed. I hate this woman. I also, like, have a natural hate, and she doesn't. Like, she doesn't, like, have a laptop or anything like that. She wouldn't even know how to work it, probably. Just annoys people. Um... But, like, I also, like, naturally hate, like, the people that set up shop in, like, a McDonald's or, like, a like Tim Hortons. With no, their no, laptops. those people are the worst. Like, they're making it their home for four hours. Exactly. Like, get the fuck. Go get, get your food, get eat, and then get that, out. That's a pretty low place to do it. They're like, just skimming the Wi-Fi, working well, on something. I mean, there's a culture around going to somewhere like Starbucks and working. They kind of encourage it. Oh, no, McDonald's it. wants you to do that now. They yeah, but, yeah, but, Matt, what sort of job are you doing where you're going to McDonald's and working? Oh, believe me. they With all the McCafe renovations, they're becoming sort of they're, – they're designing themselves to be sort of a, a destination like Starbucks. Uh you know, they have better coffee. I, anyway, you know what, Rovell, a, lo- a lot of people go to <laughs> Starbucks to go work. I don't, but a lot of people do. No, it doesn't really bother pretend. me. Work in your office, work at home. Don't uh, work at a lo- I mean, a lot of people don't necessarily have that luxury. Like, I know someone who ducks in at the Starbucks right around the corner here and well, does his work. Go rent a work desk. Go what? Rent a work desk. Isn't that what they're doing with that? You just rent a desk? Yeah, I mean, you need to. He does sales, so he's like all across. But he sometimes he has meetings in between, and he'll go to the Starbucks and work for an hour, and then he'll go to his next. I'm gonna get so mad when I get home and think of seven things this lady has done to bother me that I forgot. Well, I mean, the too much perfume thing, I I can't stand. It's like the guy at the gym who just like takes a thing of Axe body spray. Like, do do you need to smell like that? Have you seen the commercials? Has anyone told you you smell good? The commercial tells him he's gonna get laid, though. Yeah, but you know who doesn't? People who wear Axe body spray. That, that's a, like a big trigger right there. Um, but you said, what did you say you get with the nuggets? If I like the late, like you have different McDonald's go-to orders. Yeah, like I, I like nuggets. So nuggets is my My late. heavy one would be like the nugget combo with like the double cheeseburger. Okay, so I get like a junior chicken on the side with that. Yeah. Tim threw this out here on Twitter the other day. He said that the Wendy's spicy chicken is bad. Gary agreed with me. No. And for the longest time, Garyan was like a fan of it and like stood for it. Now he's like, 
it's just not that good anymore. No. You know why? Because it's never been good. It's a terrible sandwich. You're going to go to Wendy's, you get a JBC, that's it. That's the list. I mean, I listen, it, I don't think that anyone has ever ordered a JBC in their lives. Like if you're if you're going down the JBC route, I definitely have ordered plenty. One, of them. you've ordered, you've went into a Wendy's and ordered a junior bacon oh, cheese. No, 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 you no. ordered like ten of them or something like that. You're either super stoned or you're super drunk. And you, just, a Wendy's, you just want to pound it into you. The Wendy's spicy chicken. It's the best thing on the menu. Before, maybe this has changed over the past no, three years. Before, I don't know. No, it hasn't. But before fast food. I don't want to say became more popular. Got but better. I want to say before, like Chick-fil-A's, what you would classify as fast food. Five guys has sort of grown where mm-hmm. there's like a bit of a higher end level, maybe. Okay. But when you take like fast food back to like its origins, or I'll say like for me during like my high school or university days, the number one power ranked fast food item of all the establishments was the Wendy spicy chicken. Yuck. That was the number one. And I would say today, even with the growth of better quality fast food, a Five Guys, a Chick-fil-A, I would say that Wendy's Spicy probably still has to rank in like the top three to five. Yuck. No, you're you're wrong about this as you're about most things. No, it's terrible. And even Garyan agreed with me, which is a sign that I'm right about this. Because Garyan was a huge defender of it. No, so Garyan probably ate too many that he is like now sick of it. But Garyan also says that Popeyes is better than KFC, Tim. Do you agree yeah, with well, him on Garyan that? Just, no one no one agrees with that unless they're just trying to troll. Popeyes I mean, doesn't have 11 herbs and spices that are in a secret <laughs> uh, vault that no one can see. How triggered do you think Tim was when Melissa McCarthy was playing the colonel? No, I didn't bother no. You know what? I'm not going to tell this story. So sort of topic. Let's move on to something else. Let's go. You can't bring it up and not say it, Tim. What's the story? I've gotten into this YouTube wormhole where I've been watching people go to the World of Coca-Cola Museum and try all the different Coca-Colas that they have there. And, I, and then they show the merchandise tent and all the stuff you can buy. And like now I'm just trying to find as many videos as possible just to see what it's like there because I think it's so cool and I want to go. <laughs> This is lower than people who watch other people open gifts on YouTube. Oh, that's a huge thing. The yeah, whole- I, under- I understand, but it's for like, th- <laughs> that's also for like you three-year-olds. Know, I don't think this is... This Where is that- the Coke Museum? Is it this- in Atlanta? Of course it's in Atlanta. I don't think this one is that crazy. It's just sad. More sad than crazy, but it's something he enjoys and like, there's no... Is this a step above or below being on the but Coke Reddit But when you say threads? the different Coca-Colas, do you mean the establishment of, like, changing the recipes or all these new, like... No, like, the weird, like, brands that you could get all over the world. They have this room where it's just a bunch of fountains and, like, with different countries' names on them. And, like, you can get all the, f- the samples of it that you want with, with cups. Yeah, but you, then- but you hate anything that's not regular Coke. Yeah, but you can get, like, the way Mr. Pibb is in, like, Paraguay. But you, you would hate, but you would hate that because it's not what you're used to. I'd be curious to sample all these various things. Then I could buy all kinds of Coke swag when I was in the store. That'd be, and then you could see all the artifacts and go on a museum tour. It would be so cool. There's nothing know, stopping you from going to do. I this. would go to this museum for sure. Would you? I wouldn't like make this like I'm going to Atlanta to go to this. If museum. You were in Atlanta. That you. That's a must go. Yeah, we were in Atlanta. We didn't do that. We just tried to get the we hell away there. from the bus station. We were there very briefly. <laughs> What do you do in Atlanta? Go see the CNN museum and the CNN stuff. Go to the Coca-Cola museum. I guess if I was big into like hip hop. It would be a fun place to go to, but I'm go not. Stuff uh, do I don't know. Thing. You make it rain at the strip club. 
You can do that on any strip. No, I don't know. Atlanta's like, never mind. Was it Golds? Is that what it's called? Something. What's the name? What's the name of the strip club? Might be yeah. (laughs) No, I don't actually know. It's one of all the NBA guys. Yeah, it's like just famous. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. Or do you want to talk about the seventeen dollar Kit Kat bar? Let's postpone that for now. I've had that for another for a corner because I'm starting to work up something for that. I don't. I think he's very misguided. It's really, all the millennials are. Bl- you know what? No, no, I'm not. I'm not going down this road. I will save my wrath for the for the next one. I like, and you realize that it's only sold in the UK, right? It's still millennials. I think it's just customized. It's like it is. It's, yeah, it's and a customized. You use like a really fancy. No, like, if no, okay, Tim. If no one wanted it, no one would buy it, and therefore it wouldn't exist. Money on you know a mortgage would rather buy a Kit Kat. Uh, how much money, uh, Tim? How much money do you owe on your mortgage? That's a separate and apart question. I'm not <laughs> buying snickerdoodle flavored. No, you're buying SIGs and scratch tickets. <laughs> no one has ever so overtly mocked one of our super locks in as long as we've done this podcast. That, that is not true. Uh, well, I get mocked every other week for my super No one lock. has yeah, ever. Yeah, you, you make a super lock. It's a NFL point spread. No one has ever done what you did. When I picked the Raiders two weeks ago. Pat Mayo was snickering at me as I said it. Yeah, because I was right. So I did. So point is, I oh no. Well, let, let, let's, let's rewind the tape here and just hear what Tim had to say. Uh, don't screw me, Pittsburgh. That's such a bad pick. Oh God! They're going to crush them by three touchdowns. Uh, I just like the Niners a lot. I like the skins better. <laughs> if the Niners hadn't just kept giving the ball away. They would have won that game by three touchdowns. <laughs> Tim, he's going to the well this week with a revised version of the best Halloween candy list. New entries on the list? New spots on the list? Let's find out. Has it been released yes. to the public yet? No, I haven't. I figured it'd be better for SEO value if I sort of waited till after the show. <laughs> and then put the show up. But, so I, I didn't spoil it uh, until uh, people have actually seen it. I can hear laughing. Why are people laughing at me? No one was laughing. I think that's just in your head at this point. No, maybe they are laughing. The world is laughing because this is a guy that's put raisins and molasses on his and candy Uh, corn. Molasses kisses, Jeff. (laughs) So you you can't get mono from molasses kisses. All right. You know what? That's not funny. (laughs) Shall we begin? Go ahead. So. I, first thing I should say is that while the list that I made several years ago was great, that was back when I only had access to 140 characters. So I was obliged to sort of truncate that list. So now we have an opportunity to sort of dilate on it a little bit more. And uh, we'll start with, obviously, number one is still number one. Candy corn is still the best Halloween candy. You cannot get better. It is the top notch. Made with real honey. Nothing says Halloween more than candy corn. If you don't like it, you're just one of these posers who says, oh, I don't like candy corn. It's cool not to like it. It's, most people like it. It's really popular. You can buy it everywhere. The market, again, dictates that it's popular. If it wasn't popular, you wouldn't find it everywhere and anywhere during Halloween. So two, candy corn. Okay, well, just two things. One, best time to buy candy corn if you're in is the day after Halloween. When it's all, when it's, all it's the only thing left and it's marked down 98%. That's one way to go. Two, someone actually left a comment on Tim's list that said they'd rather eat the corn out of their own shit than eat candy corn. 
uh, my comments. The day after Halloween, you best believe I'll be hitting up like the Walmart <laughs> on Friday. And you've got to do it quick too, because like before, Walmart oh yeah, before eleven a.m. Yeah. Before like, yeah, I'll try Walmart. to get there. Do you know who you need to beat to the local Walmart? Who? In case he buys all the stuff, Fat Jeff Feinberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm there. Fifty percent off is a good deal. Is that the next part of the curse for the Jets? That Sam Darnold has like diabetes or something? Oh, like he's that? already losing toenails and missing practices. <laughs> Number two. Uh, I but I had oh. to also say Candy Corn is piss, and he <laughs> he talks about it as like the market share shows. I swear to you, eighty five percent of like where you see it, it's almost just like store decor as opposed yeah, to it's selling it's decorations. It. It's like when people walk into model homes and try to eat the fake. Yeah, food. it's just it's literally yes, it's there, but it's just like decor Halloween decor, like a poinsettia plant would be at. Thanksgiving or Christmas, I swear to you. He'll tell me I'm wrong, but trust me. Paul. We actually have a saying on our MMA show, Dogger Pass Podcast, every single week on Thursday morning on the Pat Mayo Experience Podcast, that there's something called the cranberry sauce fight. It's like it's at Thanksgiving. Cranberry sauce is on the table. It's there for decor. You don't really need it there. Nobody would miss it if the cranberry sauce wasn't there. Is that what you're kind of I would. No, no. I'm going to say, if there's one thing I know Tim loves, it's cranberry sauce. Well, besides Tim, because we already saw that he hates candy corn. After After dressing, cranberry sauce is the second best part of a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. So candy corn number one. Do you have a new number two? Yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while. And I was like, say, what is it that I like best after candy corn? And the honest to heaven's truth is that raisins is number two. Regular sun-made raisins in the red box are sweet and delicious. And they're light too, right? So one of the important things about Halloween candy is you didn't want your bag weighed down with really heavy stuff. So the lightness factor to flavor ratio is critical. This is some, some science I'm dropping on you here, folks. <laughs> so you want to have a perfect balance between deliciousness and and uh, lightweight. And and raisins sort of hit that perfect sweet spot where, you know, someone chucks in a couple of bags or boxes of those ravens. You get tons <laughs> of delicious flavor. They're healthy for you. And it, it they're lightweight. They're, they're a great classic when i go to the store and i see those red boxes of raisins at, at sobeys or the grocery store that's how i know halloween is a plus i mean that's one of the coolest so I, I that's why they're number two i love you them suck. would you jeff if you were trick-or-treating no would you rather get a box of raisins or a toothbrush so you let's say you got four or five things of raisins which i think that's would probably be a high pick because i don't think anyone gives them out anymore and he's talking about the weight. I'll trade the weight for like the f- small Snickers, and I'll take the. I'll be able to handle the weight differential between the raisins and the Snickers. Yeah, but this is such a. This is one of those takes where I'm shocked. Werther's original people literally isn't like top reach three. out and they're like, "No, is he real? Like, is he real?" And I'm like, "I. That's. This is so absurd. It's such a phony. It. It's he, such he a." I don't know. No, he I does don't know like why. raisins. I, I can vouch for him liking raisins. Okay, raisins are good. Those sun-made raisins are fine, but it's I not better than raisins. like a bite-sized Twix. Yes, they are. Bite-sized Twix is not all that good. I'm just uh, insert chocolate bar here. We'll I'll say insert sour we'll patch kid, but bar. that'll oh, God. We'll get to the chocolate bars when we get to them. They're in the second tier of ranks. I so mean, because so this is. So this so, so this isn't chocolate raisin. This is not like glossette raisins. No, those are wannabe dressed up. I don't like raisins. They're okay. 
Uh, I prefer the chocolate covered penis to the chocolate covered raisins. But you say, the, you say the chocolate covered penis? Peanuts. Oh, it, it sounded like you said penis. No, chocolate covered peanuts over the raisins, but whatever. Neither make the list because not, 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 not that great. Number three of the molasses kisses. They're delicious. They're, they last for a while too after Halloween. You don't have to nurse them. Like they'll last you for a while in your candy dish or in your car driving around. Like I always have a big bag of them in my car uh, just to, to have one every now and then when I'm driving around. They're great. Uh, I bought some the other day because I uh, I wanted a bunch. <laughs> so you you hoard molasses kisses like old people like hoard hard candy. So when you open up your man purse, do you have peppermint candies in there for the kids as well? No, but like in the console of my car, I have a bag of the Halloween, amongst other things, I have a bag of the Halloween candy. How is it like a can of Diet Coke, number one? No, we'll talk about, again, flavor to weight ratio, very important. Yeah, but you love Diet Coke. I do love it, but it's bad for the, like the Halloween bag. It's too heavy. Like I love mini sips too, but they're not on here either because again, it's too heavy for the bag. Yeah, but raisins are bad. So raisins why are they even on the list? Because they're delicious, they're sweet, and they're healthy for you. Now, here again, I'm giving some advice. Yeah, if there's one yeah. thing we know about you, you're all about health. Well, sometimes, listen, diet Coke. It's good for you. Now, <laughs> number three, molasses kisses. Delicious. Number four, those mallow cream pumpkins. They're delicious, too. The little tiny pumpkins. Uh, they're very similar to candy corn. Not quite as good as candy corn, but they are lit. Uh, <laughs> then there's a gap. And I have other fruit. I like other fruit for Halloween. Sometimes, you, like, like for example, candied apples count for this. Caramel okay, so, apple. you, so you're one of those creeps that puts the razor blades. That's why you're not supposed to, like, get candy apples. You know that, right? No, this, is, this is Darian brings this up every year. It's like he doesn't Everyone, apparently everyone was told this as a child besides you. Don't this, accept would, candy apples from anyone because people hide razor blades in them. I like candy apples and caramel apples, so that's they're next. Then we get into the chocolate bars. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Kit Kats, but don't break your Kit Kats up. Don't play with your food like a child. Take a bite out of it. <laughs> Hard bars or Milky Ways. Uh, then I have caramel bars, which I actually know how they get the caramel in those bars, but that's a separate point. Oh, so you know the caramel secret, do you? I actually do. And then uh, coffee crisp. And then there's a gap. Coffee crisp. Then we go into what I call the everyday chocolate bar. No, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Go back and you had Reese's. I actually agree with that. So yeah, Re- I got no Reese's, then what? Kit Kat. Okay, no. Then what? Mars, Mars or Milky Way? Well, is it Mars or Milky Way? Well, the same well, in bar. the, US, in the states, the Mars Milky. is a Milky Way. So oh, is that just, but yeah. Milky Way is something different here, then, isn't it? There is no Milky Way here. We don't really get one here. What I mean, I you might at some like convenience stores that are like hip and cool that like go to probably tops for, across the border. Yeah, exactly. To go to like Costco in the states, then maybe you might find some Milky Ways. So Reese's, Kit Kat, Mars, Milky Way, caramel, coffee crisp. That's what you yeah. got. Yeah, then there's a gap. Then I then there's the everyday chocolate bars, like the ones that not so special for Halloween because like people are always getting them. This is your Snickers. D- don't your how own. are hold uh, on how are Reese's and Mars bars and coffee crisp and, and Kit Kat? Those are as no, regular. Those are, no, no, those are as regular as a Snickers. I don't think so to me, those are like specialty. Even though they're around those all are specialty year. Specialty. What items. the fuck do you mean they're specialty? In my mind, I can't remember the last time I had any of those in full form, but I can remember always having them in the Halloween size form. So that's just this- your, no, no, no. They are equal. They're, they're the Snickers. And, and what else are you going to name here? Snickers. Oh, Henry, uh, crispy crunch. Uh, and then I've got score. Like these ones just, I, I mean, I don't like score at all. They're right all now. literally, they get the exact same goddamn exposure on every freaking convenience store or checkout counter. I don't know what the sales ratio is to all of these year round, but I would have to say that Reese's, Mars, and Snickers are probably by far the three most popular chocolate bars. 
Yeah, Arrow. No, people aren't flying enough to buy Arrow's cost. Tim sounds like he'd love Arrow. That seems right in Tim's wheelhouse. I loved Arrow. I love Arrow bars. They're great. Jersey milk were always great, too. But again, you didn't get these at Halloween. No, no. Like, I would say, if you want my honest opinion, Tim, to me, like, and this isn't even right, but, like, there's no way a Kit Kat or a Mars bar are exotic. Like, the ones that I would consider maybe you could call exotic, like, they aren't the full regular would be, uh, like, a Wonder Bar or uh, a Butterfinger. A Butterfinger. That's a great example. Uh, a Crunchy, uh, maybe a Crunch. Those are ones that don't that don't hit sort of normally, well, at least here in Canada. But every chocolate bar you name there, there's nothing exotic about a peanut, a Reese's cup, or a Mars bar, or a Kit Kat. Yeah, no, that's re- why they're higher up. They're, they're the they're, uh, well, I shouldn't say exotic. It's just to me, they're Halloween centric. No, they're not. Do you only think Reese's is because the packaging yeah, is orange? I was going to say that has to be. <laughs> well, it. I think that's a contributing factor. But anyway, they're like in all those different types of bags. And I don't know what, like, I got to say, bite sized Twix deserves a spot somewhere it's, here. It, it does. Very low on this list. Uh, so after those, so again, after the crispy crunch. And I want to say, he yeah. used to have the. Then I have the little. The, hold on. He used to have the Hershey's cookies and cream in his T5. Yeah, I decided to move that way down. We're going to talk about that. So then we move on to what I call the little pieces category. These are the mini Rolos, the M&Ms, the Smarties. Again, not that great. I think the weight to, to, to flavor ratio, I think they're heavier than they should be. There's a lot of air in those boxes and not a lot of flavor. So like they're, they're, un, they're good for weight, but they're bad on flavor. You don't get them a lot. So they sort of fall down the sort of scientific ranking. And then, yeah, then after the gap, then we have like the rest. And so at the top of the rest is cookies and cream. I just decided that, honestly, I don't like it as much as I like these. So I'm putting it down there. You have cookies and cream. Then you have your non-chocolate candies, like Nerds, for example. I've been oh. on there. I, you know, they're not that great. I have like Nerds, Sweethearts, like get them in there. Get them in there. No, them in no, there. no. Nerds are, no. Nerds, they yeah. go everywhere. Anything May Nerds, Sour yeah. Patch, yeah, anything. I, Sweet, ter- uh, sweet tarts and then dead last is sour patch kids those things those things are vile we'll always well i will die yeah, every, every, everyone besides in the world besides you love sour patch kids so like sour patch are. kids are like near the top no like doritos on this list because i don't like chips no, see, chip, I mean, especially I like especially like those little snack bags what I, I like the little snack bags but only of doritos like, i don't want lays I don't find the actual Cheetos. No, not Cheetos. No, for, no, the for puffy, Halloween, just walking around. A good around. puffy Cheeto. You get like 14 of them you in like that the little puffy, sack. You like the puffy case. So there's, I'm a puffy. There's the puffy Cheeto. There's puffy like puffy. Cheetos. I like the crunchies too, but if I had to pick, give me a puff. I don't yeah, want those on too. Halloween. Agreed. That's why I admit, That's why no chips made this list. But I feel like Doritos hold up well to the small packaging. If I had to pick one, it would be plain Lay's, I guess. Of course he would. <laughs> By the way, can we scroll back to Rolos for a second? Another classic old person food, Rolos. Mini Rolos are delicious. They're caramel, they're chocolate, they're quite tasty. So I'll tell Tim that right now in my house, we have both the, uh, see my favorite box, which I noticed my wife didn't buy, but I've never like said it's my favorite. Might be that like Cadbury box. Is that one with the Macintosh toffee in it? No, maybe, but it's got the caramel and maybe... uh, I don't know what's in there, but right now we have that uh, the Nestle box. We're ready to go for Halloween, uh, which is no, it's uh, the the Kit Kats and the coffee crisps. So we have one right now at our place that we're getting ready. But I've already cracked it. I tried. I'm trying. I I have not cracked mine yet, but it has Mars, Snickers, 
Peanut M&M's, regular, and Twix. M- regular M&M's and Twix. That's a good box. That's the box. That That's is a the good box. box. It's the have. black box. Yeah. My wife bought the red box. It's the pricey one. But the, it is a few more you know, bucks. It's a few more, it's yeah, worth yeah. a few more bucks. People won't like egg your house or anything like that. But the actual candy box, you get Sour Patch Kids. Uh, you get Swedish berries, Swedish berries the it, fish, and the peaches. And then the one, yeah, the peaches. But then there's also like a blue one, too, which is just god-awful. I mean the blue Whatever one. comes in the blue packaging. Maybe the it's the fish. fish. There's a fish. Yeah. The Swedish fish. Is it the Swedish fish? Because the, the Swedish berries are the red. So it's just fish then. I don't know what they call them, but yeah. But anyway, those are sort of the Sour Patch Kids, well above everything else. Are you a Fuzzy Peaches or are you a... I like all Cherry Blasters, Fuzzy Peaches, Sour oh, Patch no, Kids ch- is cher- Cherry one. Blasters aren't in it. I, I know. I but... think Cherry Blasters could rival Sour Patch Kids. I said it. I love yeah. Cherry Blasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who's maybe, sour? sure. I got maybe no they're, too, they're definitely not. That's like anyone who says sriracha is too but This hot. guy's also like, he won't eat a sour key, and I love sour keys. Yeah, well, sa- if, no. sour, if sour keys were available oh, yeah, it's not for a Halloween, Halloween candy, it would I'm be just, number one. Uh, yeah, I'm just going sour. Yeah. Keys over kids. The one thing he didn't bring up that I know he likes, which is the grossest fucking thing well, in I the world. I want to bring up that old What thing. happened to Peeps, Tim, for one thing? I realized that, you know what? That is not a Halloween-centric candy, and as much as I love them, they really don't belong on a Halloween list. They're taking up valuable real estate, so I took them off. Okay, Whoppers was on your previous list. It a pre- I thought about that, too. I was like, Whoppers is not really a Halloween candy. At least the more I thought about it, again, I, I can have to make... Raisins it. isn't a Halloween candy. I used to get raisins for Halloween. Didn't you hear him? When he sees the box of Sunmaids, that That's means Halloween is coming. That's right. It's like... I used to like getting mini sips when I was young, but they didn't give me the straws. Do you carve a pumpkin? No, I, I don't. I'd like do you to think. think do you think they trust Tim? Like he can't even use a regular pair of scissors. He has safety scissors. Getting a knife into his hands to carve? Oh, please, that's a disaster written all over it. He would need someone to watch him. Be, I think it would be gross to take the middle out of the pumpkin. Now, the biggest thing, so peeps are disgusting. Everyone knows this. The next thing on the list, though, Jeff, you know what I'm talking about, the Cadbury-like orange-flavored pumpkin? I mentioned those. Oh, did you? Those are fucking disgusting. Yeah, disgusting. I mentioned those pumpkins. Gross. They are number... To me, those are like decor. Too. Those are... They're number four. They're no, number four. it's like the chocolate orange... It might, it might... A chocolate orange, like, ball? Yeah. Are you, like, well, smash? Those cherry chocolate oranges are Christmas candy. Yeah, they have pumpkin ones too. They're the mm. exact same thing. Oh, I've never, like I've, I have to say, I've never seen a pumpkin one. Yeah, they're awful, just like the ones at Christmas time. They sound good. Yeah, they're not good. They're horrible. O- orange and chocolate are a good flavor mix. No, they are not a good. Jeff, are orange and chocolate a good flavor mix? No, is the answer. Doesn't do it for me, but I see how it works for people. Yeah, but people like Tim, crazy people. Yeah, like I don't best, like that orange, that orange chocolate, chocolate thing. Is the orange one. I'll be I'll be hitting the that. store Friday to get some um like sixty percent off uh yeah day after box. You just gotta beat <laughs> Sam Darnold there. Paul, what were you saying? I was gonna say orange and chocolate. I'm okay with that. I'm on board with Tim. But the one real takeaway I had from all of this is Tim said that he knows how they get the caramel into the into the Cadbury. They inject it, but I don't he know. didn't actually explain how. Not allowed. Can't say how, but it, I, I know. What, what's the the three secrets of honeycomb? While we're at it, can't say. This is just like the time that Tim claimed that someone came up to him and told him he wasn't cussed. <laughs> I was on a bus, and that happened. Clearly, it was a viewer of the show. 
He said to me, hey, you, you're not cussed. And they got off the bus. I was like, oh, thank you. I know that. Tim also used to claim that he used to win awards for not being cussed. That happened once. But that you claimed it or you got an award? The fact that I got the award meant that I wasn't cussed. That's how I interpreted it. You you never got an award. We're all against me. I think you're just, you really set yourself up to to be against. This list is very horrible. Horrible list. A great list. This sounds like the ravings of a demented person. It's, in a lot of ways, this is my magnum opus. I think you're trying to milk it for too much. Maybe, but I like it, and it's true. So, Jeff, back to you. Final final thoughts on this. Candy corn or pieces of corn from your shit? More appetizing. I'll take the shit. He called the shit poop. It's pretty close, because I hate fucking candy corn. Yeah, it's it, gross. It's disgusting. Okay. Imagine wasting, like, I'm going to eat some candy tonight. And, like, you know, you're old enough, you're not going to, like, you don't eat, like, all the candy. Like, even wasting a single piece of your candy ratio on candy corn seems really stupid. Like, I make fun of the people. Like, Tim will, again, disagree with this because he's, like, in the 4%. But I make fun of my dad, who's, like, 76. He loves black licorice and those gross, like, all sorts. And I'm like, that's because when you were a kid, that's because when you were a kid and you went to, like, the corner store, like, that was, like, it was, like, picking black licorice or, like, eating dirt. (laughs) So, like, all these old people have established this taste of it. Or, like, those black licorice cigars. Revolting. Those are delicious as well. My dad dad loves that shit. I want to make him happy. Bring him all that that shit. He's so happy. Like... I love those cigars. It's gross. Like now we're kids. Yeah, t- like Tim has the palate of an 80 year old. Is what but, we're getting. Yeah, and I'm saying like now if you went into one of those like candy stores and the options that like they have now, it's like like everything. Everything. Ra- raisins, the easy for chewing. <laughs> well, I've just I've just released my revised list out to the world. I'm sure he'll be received very well. <laughs> so Tim, please hit us with your list. Okay, so the best month of the year is October. That's number one. Why? Well, first, television. Do you, do you, we, don't, we don't need to get the why. Just give us the list. October, February, January, gap. December, November, March, gap. April, June, May, gap. July, September, and DFL is August. Okay, so months of the year can really depend on where you live. So if you live in like a super hot climate, I could see Tim's list kind of proving true. If you live in like Australia or something like that, it would make a lot of sense. Tim, where you live, that is the fucking most insane thing I've ever heard. No, it's, oh, you say that so often. My, I don't. Who likes February? Who's having fun in February? I don't know what it does for him. The best TV shows are on at that time of year for sweeps. (laughs) Plus you have the Super Bowl. Sweeps. sweeps are are sweeps even a thing? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. That's so like Nielsen box days. Nielsen like, box nineteen ninety one. Oh, yeah. we gotta get the special guest star on Mad About You this week. We gotta Tune make sure. Yeah, we gotta make sure people don't go out on Thursday. Now it doesn't matter. You watch what you watch. You steamroll it if you want to. August no, is the best month. I okay. August my... has the best weather. It has the fewest amount of responsibilities for people. It's great. It's just a very casual month. You get to chill in August. It's awesome. Oh, it's my it's biggest just... qualm with Tim's list 
Because I don't disagree with as much of it as people think being a polar bear. Um, there's certain things about the heat that I don't like. But you don't I don't play golf in the summer. Of course. I don't understand why he has October number one, but September a step away from DFL. Because September is a fake month that likes to pretend as if it's fall when it's really summer and it's hot and it's humid and I don't like it. <laughs> it's a phony month. That's why. I was half tempted to put a DFL. I was half tempted to put it there. At least August knows that it's a hot and trash month. September likes to pretend, oh, the leaves are falling and all the pumpkin spice lattes are out. And now that, uh, you know, Starbucks, and it's September and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's cool and it's fall now. Well, no, it's not. It's still a thousand degrees every day and really hot and really humid. And like the, the clocks haven't gone back yet. And it's still way too light out during the day. I'm like, so happy I asked that. Here's, That's why. Here's the biggest problem. I don't think I suffer from sad, but I do kind of get bummed out when it's five o'clock and all of a sudden it's dark out. That makes me. Not me. I'm ready for I bed. Love like it I'm just, always it, ready for bed. It just it just it, 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 it ruins my night. I li- there's nothing more, there's nothing better than uh, we'll be Paul and I will be working here till like eight p.m. some night during the summer. We'll walk outside, and it will still be light out. Jeff, it's like you have the rest of the night to go conquer. You walk outside, like, oh, let's wrap up early here. Oh, I walk out, it's pitch blackout. It makes you feel like a sack of shit. It's awful. I got nothing to conquer. The night. (laughs) You can own the night. No, I like it when it gets dark early. I can't wait till next week when the clocks go back. Get an extra hour of sleep on that Sunday. Not that I need. You need more sleep, dude? (laughs) But just, I don't know, I like it when it gets dark. It's standard time, back to normal time. I'm looking forward to it. October is great, again, because television is great. Uh, you've got the World Series. You've got football. Yeah, I mean, February. I thing. never thought of September as a fraud. Oh, it is a complete fraud. Se- it's the fraud like, month. Se- September fraud. is the best. September actually is the best for, especially where we live, the best balance between yeah, hot and cold. It's the beginning of shorts and hoodie season. What? September. At the end of not the beginning, the end of it. No, because sometimes the summer is too hot. Shorts and hoodie season isn't. I can wear a hoodie all 12 months yeah, a year. Me too. Me too. But I don't know. So week one is like the greatest Sunday of the day of the year, arguably. So I have reverence for September. September is a month that I look literally right now. It's the middle of October. I can't fucking wait for next September. You're not looking forward to November? No, we suck. What about what about just February? You're not looking forward to February in general? I mean, I can't wait till it's February. No. Yeah, no, no one does, besides no. Tim, apparently. I like it that time of year. Why? Well, what is yeah. good about February? It's frigid. So what? I don't mind the cold. What do you say, sweeps? Well, I guess he, yeah, there's sweeps. He never leaves his house. I, guess I don't that would understand... Be the thing. There's good, like the Super Bowl is on. You, your month selection of best months is based on being the most antisocial person alive. Oh, I don't think that's true. Read the list again. I mean, January and February are nice times of year. At least I like them. I like it when it's like cold and snowy and like, you know, you can hang out inside, not to be guilted about, oh, you should be going outside. It's so nice outside. (laughs) Sorry about that. No one guilts you about it that time of year. Tim hates when people guilt him to spend time outside. Like, we're going to eat outside. It's a beautiful night. 
Or let's go, let's go, let's go downtown. Let's go for a few drinks after work. Have a beer. No, I don't want to do that. I have to go outside. Yes, Paul. I'm thinking, Tim, I'm thinking Tim's list just actually is just, he wants people to just leave him alone. Yeah, it's an antisocial <laughs> list. I don't agree with that. <laughs> it, it seems that way. Like, nobody, come on, man. Living in this country, nobody likes. He's hyping up months. Like, February is actually, like, so depressing. It is the most depressing. Oh, it sucks. He's it's hyping s- up months where he gets to watch shitty network TV shows alone. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I guess dark or early, so you get to bed on time. And like, what do you, what do you say? Like, the good, like, uh, Chicago PD? Whatever, whatever network shows are on. Like by that point, if you've made it to February, even if you're a new show, you, you know, you're a good show. And like, no, like, no, you're le- still likely to get canceled. Well, I like February. Plus, it's I don't know, just there's something about that time of year where it's like, I don't know, it's just enjoyable. All right, so let's let's you and I, Jeff and Paul, we'll rank the actual best months. I think that August or April is the best. I'll vote for April. April is sort of like the September. And I don't think I, I would have both September and October very high. See, the problem is you might get into some dicey territory with April weather. It might be not only cold, but also like rainy the entire time, too. Yeah, my birthday's in April. April sucks. Yeah, my birthday's also in April. So, like, yeah, so I'm, May. Let's say May, May and August. I think it's June. May, June, June's May, May even here kind of no. gets like, the weather's May, still kind of trash. I'm, in a, May I'm a May, April, September, October guy. I don't like October. I like those intermediary intermediary seasons before the extremes like said, of of summer and winter. To be perfectly honest, I think honest. that August is just the most casual month. It's I mean December becomes a pretty casual month once the holiday season get, like comes around, but that's actually more aggravating for me. I don't like taking that much time off. I think there's like a nice flow to August. Like yeah, four day work week August. Let's go to the let's go okay, to the cottage fine. kind of thing. Like, it's just people are chill in August. The weather is awesome. Now, if you live in, like, Mexico and it's 150 degrees out, it's probably not the best yeah. month. For anyone that lives north of the Mason-Dixon line, it's awesome. It's the best. Yeah, you don't want to be in, like, Qatar. Yeah. You guys are crazy. How do you hate August? He like, just is looking forward to the time where he can walk in the mall. When the heat comes on in the mall, that's Tim's favorite season? I guess. Must be <laughs> nice. depressed. Like, you probably haven't been to the mall. Have you been to the mall in a while? Because I, I, I bet you I at least, like, mall. four stores closed. Cause... I went for a mall walk in Vancouver last weekend. It was very nice. Oh, Tim actually had some growth this weekend for the first time ever. Tim, tell people what you had to eat at your brother's wedding. I had authentic Chinese food. Now, it's not the type of Chinese food that you and I know. It was stuff that... <laughs> I, I, I mean, I know what you're talking about. It was, uh, there was something called black cod. It was fantastic. I never had it before. Uh, <laughs> he, it thinks people don't know, he thinks that people don't know about these meals. In well, this I movie. didn't know about it. So when they said Chinese food, did you think that you were literally going to get like chicken balls? No, I was warned that it would not be like Manchu wok and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I'll try. I'll eat anything. And uh, there were these things called P-tips that I'd never had before. Those were excellent. And these types of prawns with a green bean that were excellent. It was it was really good food. I, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Because I wasn't sure. Because, like, you know, 
I'm a traditional person when it comes to Chinese food. I like my chicken balls, my ginger beef, my spare ribs, and my chicken fried rice. Like that's what I'm <laughs> So you're a traditionalist when it comes to your mall, Chinese, mall food. Mall Chinese yeah, your mall Chinese food. Yeah, you're very particular. Yes, the type I grew up eating. So I, yeah, I expanded my horizons. I tried everything that was presented. Uh, I had this thing called Endive that was very, very good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. All I know from your trip is that you you stole a slate of marmalades. I didn't steal a slate of marmalades. I used a bunch of marmalades at this diner that we were at. How many did you take with you? I used a bunch of marmalades at the diner we had at. It was great. <laughs> how many did you take with you? Did you take home? I didn't take any home. <laughs> how many did you bring with you on the rest of your trip? <laughs> I used a bunch of marmalades and I used the entire rack. And then we went to breakfast at this place on Saturday, and they had like a deluxe version of one of those carts. You know, the ones on the table, you had like four slots. This one had like eight. It had like grape jelly, and it had like blackberry jelly. So when like, you were done at the table, what was left? I made sure to try some of all of it. I even put it on my French toast. I, I mean, you know those waffle irons that make waffles? Yeah, because I knew I had all this jam there. I made one just so that I could put some in every one of the little. You know what? This sounds crazy. Let's move on. <laughs> you wait, wait, saying it. Wait, you you made a waffle in a waffle maker and filled up the individual squares of the waffle with different kinds of like terrible jelly. Essentially, yes. Like I do, like two squares with the blueberry jelly, and two squares with the strawberry jelly, and some with the marmalade. Yeah. Did you know, Jeff? They were like, uh, what kind of wine was served uh, at the wedding? Champagne. Champagne. Champagne at the wedding. Uh, in champagne glasses? Yes, flutes. Uh, when people were drinking out of their champagne flutes, uh, what did you have in it? Well, I needed to, to have a DC. I needed to have a DC. Oh, So Don't I even have to finish the sentence, Tim. We all know what happened. <laughs> I filled up the champagne flute with DC. And then the time came for the champagne to be poured. And as it came by, they were like, did you want to realize that I had used my champagne flute for DC? <laughs> they got me another one. And so I had... You filled uh, that up with DCs. So I had a glass of champagne as well to go with the DC. Do people think that you're an alcoholic? No, 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 no. They probably, they pro- the servers definitely thought you were an alcoholic. I don't, I don't think. Why would I think it's an alcoholic? Because you're drinking DC out of a champagne glass. Well, it was the only glass I saw on the table. I needed to have, I didn't pour my DC. I couldn't have a can just on the table. No, but pouring your DC into a champagne glass, that, that's re- it's very classy. People I say it's it. very classy, Tim. I thought it was. Did they offer to move you to the children's table? No, they did not. Like, oh, I, I'm glad. I'm actually quite proud of you that you took the plunge and tried the authentic Chinese food. All these new things. You're expanding your horizons. Although, after was, <laughs> after, did you have the diet coke before you had the food? D- before and during. Yeah, but so if you got it before and you put it in the champagne glass, I'm shocked. Like the people didn't come over. Just be like, okay. Go over here, Tim. Let's sit you down here. Here are your chicken fingers. Here are your fries. It seems like oh. one of those situations. Sometimes I'm jealous of the kids' meal. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you have bad wedding food? Wedding food's usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was excellent. In this wedding, it was absolutely excellent, I have to say. I was surprised. My 
my brother and sister-in-law are sort of vegetarians so they but what do you mean by sort of well like they are (laughs) seafood and, and they'll have some seafood and there was one chicken dish but they didn't have any of the chicken so like it was a mostly a vegetarian meal. Ah, so they're episcopalians or pescatarians yeah. pescatarians is what i'm looking for i don't know what that is vegetarian but don't eat, but eat fish oh, okay so i th- so that was mostly what the meals were i mean i rather like seafood so it didn't bother me uh it was delicious but i'll tell you i needed that dc <laughs> you had to wash it down I need. I, it was. It was nice to have. A D, I just wish they. Yeah, I wish that I had not used the champagne flute for for DC when everyone else had not used theirs. Did you put any of your stolen marmalade on the Chinese food? I, I didn't steal any marmalade. I just used a lot of marmalade. All right. Did you leave the diner with unopened packets of jam? I ate a lot of marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> When you were at a different establishment, did you have Pull marma- it out of your purse? Like, did you have marmalade from a previous establishment? I don't understand the question. You know who else does this? My grandma, who grew up in the war. Didn't do anything. She like thing full of creamers, boom, in the purse. Because Tim has this attitude, like if it's on the table, it's it is for his consumption. Yeah. And if his attitude about, like, saving that toast, I could see him raking home the jam. Well, baby, he does. He's not even having reheated microwave toast anymore. We just found he doesn't even use the microwave. Just eats it cold. That's his new jam. (laughs) Jeff, if you had to take a poll on who the most popular and most well-liked mascots are in all of sports, who would you say is number one? I feel like it's number one. It's not close. Yeah, it's the got buddy in Philly. Yeah, gritty. He no, seems to be like the most viral in this new era. And he also rules. Yes, they seem to do everything right over there. So sure, gritty. No, I don't like this gritty. New and he's not. You know, you can't just create a mascot out of nowhere for a team that's been around for fifty years. Like that's silly. Yuppie is clearly the best mascot. He was on Jimmy Fallon back when they were betting uh, the Canadians and the Rangers in the Eastern Conference Final. Yuppie has cachet. Uh, you know, two sports. Uh, he's a great character. He's by far uh, the best mascot. The, I mean, the worst mascot is either that gritty or that loser in Jacksonville. He's a funny to wear a ghost. And the NFL didn't find him like $50,000 for that. I can't believe that they did. It angers me so much. Thanks for bringing this up. You're angry. So mad. So mad the Jags mascot. Not only he's not mad that the Jags mascot dressed up like a clan member. He's mad because it triggered poor Sam. So you're not even mad for the right reasons. And gritty rules. Gritty's the best. No, I don't think so. Sick kids want to meet Gritty. He goes and meets the six kids, sick kids, and makes their day. And he so was doing that with UP. Wouldn't Philly no. Fanatic outrank UP? Yeah, yeah. Yes. The Philly Fanatic outranks uh, Gritty. No. He does not. Gritty is like the mascot of the past. Well, when did he, when was Gritty, when was his birth? Like three, a year and a half? No, like last yeah, year, two years. Since his inception, Gritty has been the mascot in sports. No. Well, Number just, one. Number one mascot. Better than that one in Tennessee, that's for sure. Well, Doug the Pug isn't the mascot of the Titans. Doug the Pug is its own, own business enterprise. 
You know, Doug the Pug picked up a sponsorship from Mercedes-Benz this week, Jeff. That's amazing. That's a high-class sponsorship. Tim can't even get sponsored by fucking low-class TV dinners. Clearly a man of the people. Yeah, you know who can use his camera on his phone? Doug the Pug. Other things. Did you know that when Tim goes to the grocery store to buy his flats of DCs, a.k.a. Diet Cokes, he refuses to take the ones at the front. He pushes them out of the way and gets the ones at the back because he thinks that people may have dropped the other ones and they're all shaken up. Okay. Um, I will say... One sec. True or false? It, that, that is true. I do that with chips, everything. I never take the thing See, that's... He's, I, the I want to say he's not entirely wrong. If it was Hold produce, on. yes. Hold on. This might be a silly thing and an irrelevant thing because he's going to drink and eat the, the 12, 24 pack or the oversized bag of chips anyway before this would come into play. But I believe they would stock it so the thing that's closest to expiring would be at the front, I, not that it was dropped. So I with have, the chips, I have, I have, hold on, I have with the on chips, this. they, they you know, even like the Doritos, Sweet Chili Heat, my chip. Vegan, of my, by the way. That's a vegan chip? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a vegan. I eat You're a that's ve- the, vegan diet chips. That's my Sweet vegan chili diet. Sweet chili heat Doritos. Um, that's my personal um, favorite chip. They have the expiry date on the front, but if you um, and if you go to the back of the row, sometimes you notice the expiry date there is longer than the one that there has been. You know what I'm saying? That two is things. less to be restocked. I, I have two things on this. One. When was the last time anyone looked at an expiry date on a bag of chips? Never. I look at expiry dates on everything. I want the freshest things at all times. Okay, you're right. If I'm at a <laughs> reputable dealer, then um, no, you're right. Two, you're right. I've had both the job of produce clerk in my life and merchandiser in my life. Do you know what you do with those jobs? You smoke a joint, you go in, and just load stuff in and get out of there as quickly as possible. You do. That's what happens. I hate to break it to you. You're not making slightly, you're not you're not making slightly more than minimum wage to take the stuff out of the back, put the new stuff in, and then no, put but stuff. But it seems like the merchandiser then. is like the guy from the companies. Yeah. Like sometimes you're at the store. Yeah, they are like the guys. The, they are the, the guys Frito from the company. Yeah, guy the, they're, they're, like, they're not making enough money to give a shit. Uh, well, that's obviously it. not. I agree with that. They take the bag off the front row. If someone drops it, they put it right back in the front. You're likely to get a more broken bag of chips or whatever, or something that's been manhandled if it's in the front. Don't go to the very back, but like in the middle is the best spot. Same with the cans of pop or bottles of pop. Someone could have dropped them, uh, dented them, any number of things. It's just, what about like uh, ice cream? Would you get like the deeper freeze? I'd go like two no, back. The other way actually would no, work. No, because now kid, it was that thing where like kids are opening them like gross fucking losers. Oh, I didn't know about that. That was like a like oh, a one saw, month. That. that was yeah. like a like a three week epidemic in the states. Back like the summer, yeah, I saw that on yeah. on, on Walmart. Or, yeah, Paul, on the Twitter. Paul had pointed out that like with produce, whether it's like grapes or berries or something like that, I'm guilty of it too. Just walking by, put my hand in a thing of grapes, and like going on the rest of my shopping. So I get oh it with goodness. that sort of stuff. You don't steal grapes? No, never, never. You've never stolen a grape at the grocery no, store. Never, ever, ever. I mean, fuck, I go by the peanut, you know, the bulk, uh, the bulk food section, Jeff. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not afraid to go by like the peanut M&M, just stick a handful and just enjoy myself as I'm walking around. Do you not do that? Am I, I, thought, am I the okay. only one who's stealing out here? I thought you were about to say, like, I take like the premium chocolate and I buzz it in. I oh, tag I mean, it well, as, yes, like, everyone does that. The lower grade. No, everyone no does I don't that. do that. I use the numbers out of the numbers. You're just a sucker is what you are. 
I have integrity. It's you true. Don't. I'm not going to lie. I used to get like the pretzel croissant, which was a little pricier, but I would um, mark it down as like the mark it down. Like yeah. I would put in the number as like the little rolls. You, you know who doesn't give a shit? Anyone that works at the supermarket. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but, I, I'm paying for something. Right, about doing the right thing. I mean, doing the right thing would not be eating the candy to begin with. Character, right, is what you do when nobody's looking. I ever it seems like there's cameras looking everywhere. I'm not really yeah, afraid they, they of really anyway. care. Sort of like Pat's point. I don't think they care. They either. don't care. Paul, yes. I feel like this is more of a germ play for Tim. Oh yeah, there's I forgot no that. That's why he just worried that like the case of or the flat of DC has been tampered with or touched by too. other people and he like it comes back to the water. Tim's our Tim's our resident uh, Howard Hughes. He is. I forgot his Howard Hughes like behavior. That is part of it that I don't like having things that others have manhandled. I don't want the floor demo. Anyway, you get fresher, better food. That's a plus EV approach to the grocery store from me. You're welcome. You don't even mark it's down the. You don't even mark down the premium candies and pay full price for them like a sucker. No, <laughs> that's a that's a real minus EV move, pal. No, I would never do that. The move is actually just fill up your candy bag. And put it in your like shopping cart and just eat it while you're walking around the store. And then you have to pay for it. I'm not more of that. I'm just more like I'll fill up a bag of candy, but I'll label it as like the jujube. Yeah, which the, are, the like, shitty the candy. You know, I, I get that from buy. Well, we used to do that when I when I worked in the produce section. It was produce and bulk food. So just anyone who would come in, just be like, yeah, it'd be like it's like when you know someone at the grocery store and they like they print you out the cheap tags for the meat. It's no one cares who works there except for maybe like the general manager. That person is now paid to a point. Yeah, no, I would say like in all in all jobs, there's probably losses. What? These are why my costs are higher when I purchase things because they have to recoup these losses. Yeah, their their grape and uh, gummy bear cost. Um, I don't even know where I was going. The other thing is, and apparently Paul did this during his keto diet. Do you eat salad, Jeff? Not as much as I should. Yeah, but like, do you eat? Salad? Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't. I'm happy to eat a salad. I what, mean, have dressing. What's your preferred dressing? Caesar, Greek, but like, I can eat a garden if that's what's on the table. Okay, so I, I'm so Thousand Island or Italian, sure. And that's I'm not, what we're talking about. I'm not really one to speak to this because I don't put any dressing on it because I don't understand the point of putting all the calories on a salad. What's the point of eating the salad? I, in the first okay, place? sure. Tim. Puts on lime juice, but not from a lime. That like super lime juice that comes in the thing that looks like the lime. Yes, I use that. What you're talking like? That's more for like baking. Yeah. Right. Or like to spritz up a drink. Sure. Or if like you were making like a key lime pie, you would probably squirt a lot of that to get some art like over the top flavor. I would also use lemon juice as well. I mean, there's no fat in this stuff. There's no calories in this stuff, and use it lightly. Uh, for your salad, it's fantastic. It gives it a freshness. Uh, it, it tastes great. It's got a. It, uh, I mean, I love the taste of lime. And, and lime. is this when you order your salads from like Pizza Delight? No, there I would go for the blue cheese. That's actually the best salad dressing per se. But I just don't go but for that. I don't understand the point of eating the salad if you're just going to make it bad for yourself. What's the point well, of the salad? Just, just order lime? something better. No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the blue cheese. Oh no, I agree. Then that, then it's not a healthy. It just it tastes. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, like a sort of like a fully loaded Caesar salad with like exactly. cheese that's and bacon and like yeah, what's the point, healthy. right? Just get French fries yeah. as a side. I'm Agreed not gonna a fully loaded baked potato. Yeah, like I, I never understand that. Agree completely, but I'm saying 
lime or lemon juice or a, a vinaigrette would be a perfectly reasonable and healthy uh, dressing. Dude, you just like figured out what oil and vinegar was like f- six weeks ago. When just figure it out. Well, it's like three months ago. <laughs> All right, I spent, Paul said he was doing it when he was on keto. I yeah, mean, I'll, I'll, I'll still do it. I'm with Tim. Like, it's, it's just, it's just it's like when you get a Caesar salad, say at a restaurant, they give you a lemon wedge. But like cutting a lemon, making a wedge, too much work. Like, too much re- work. Why cutting not, a lemon, is squirt too a little much bit work. of lemon. I like to have the fresh lemon taste in in my salad. I can see a I lemon agree. lime. I don't get whatsoever. Lime I is delicious. Too. I disagree with Tim on on most things, so like, yeah, I'm on board with this. I can see a bit of an actual lemon, but the lemon that you get in like the thing that looks like the lemon is like overly sweet compared to like the drops that you would get. No, it really is, and it doesn't drop out; it squirts out. That's because you think it's lemonade, and you don't know. It's not lemonade. I know exactly what you're fucking talking about. I actually cook, so I know this stuff. You don't. You just microwave shit. It's delicious, and it's good for you. I. I'm curious, Paul. Did you look into this when you were doing? It's hundred percent lemon juice. It's a hundred, yeah, but is it hundred percent lemon juice with a bunch of sugar in it? No, no, no. Like, there's no sweetener. There's no nothing. It's literally just squeeze lemons into a bottle, real lemon, and then it's acidic, so it lasts in that bottle for a long time because acids don't go don't go bad. I'm just saying it's still terrible. Like, it's not. It's not good. Maybe you just don't like lemon. I do like lemon though. I enjoy I enjoy a nice slight wedge on a piece of fish or something like yeah, that. Always. I was I was using. But I wouldn't. It like every I wouldn't take the fucking vitamins. lemon juice bottle and squeeze it on it. That's yeah. insane. You should. A lot of people are doing it. Get are the they? Time. Besides, besides Paul, who is on a very specific diet, and you, who has no taste buds left. Yeah, with the times. Who, who else man. is doing it? Well, I wasn't going to bring this up then, but since you identify as a boomer, Tim. There was a, I do not. I do you do. Some people, some men identify as women now, and they're women. You're a young man. You identify as a baby boomer, and that's just how it is. Someone wrote an article this week that people <laughs> were getting, boomers were getting really triggered online, and this boomer wrote that boomer is the new N-word. That was the article. Stop it. That's an actual article that appeared on the internet. Like by a joke. No. Serious article. From a real publication yeah. that you'd like seen before and like, whoa. Yeah. I- Tim, your take. As moronic as a person could be. Just terribly moronic. That's not what Tim actually thinks. Yes, I do. That's, that's so incredibly idiotic. Right. What, what do you think he thinks? I'm, it's over my head. I, I don't think that he thinks that it's as bad, but I can see Tim getting really triggered when people make fun of baby boomers. Not at all. Was, I mean, I, the voice? whole concept of generations is, is dumb to begin with. But if well, we're you, have... you hate millennials. <laughs> I hate millennial culture. But there's a lot of boomer culture that's awful too. Like what? And there's a lot of Gen X culture that's awful. And what? there's a lot of Gen Z culture that's awful. N- name the parts of boomer culture that you don't like. Oh, there's a lot of nostalgia for stuff that was just awful back in the day. If you you know, like, talk about the people who are nostalgic for like legacy media or like nostalgic for awful. Oh, hold media. on. You, you're isn't this, he the most Tim is the most attached yeah, media person, person we've ever met. So like, you. This is, I think that like TV shows like MASH were good when they were awful. Or like just, I don't know, just an, an, an affinity for, I don't know, a, a particular way of like political life and a particular way of like a longing for things that weren't actually as great. And you look back, I don't know, the, the boomers, plus the other boomers don't appreciate how good they had it in a lot of ways, that the economy worked in a particular way for them. Like, yeah, like millennials complain way too much about how quote unquote tough it is for them. But boomers also, by the, on the other token, do not appreciate that a lot of things broke their way and that they should be appreciative of it. Uh, so 
yeah, boom, boomers being oblivious to that is it's, every generation has its problems. And but I did, I, I only read that, you know, the, the title of that article sort of in passing on Twitter. And I just thought that person is so dumb. Uh, they, they don't even realize how dumb they are. Yeah. I thought it was an onion article, but it wasn't, it was a real article. Foolish. It was almost as bad as George Will's baseball one when he was freaking out about them carrying the bats to first base in the World Series. Um, there, there was, there was right. no more out-of-touch article than that one, except for maybe this I one. Guess. I guess. George Will is right that it was dumb, but, but Soto t- didn't. No, no, no. no. It, it was not dumb. dumb. It was great. The reason that baseball had its lowest World Series ratings of the decade is because people weren't having as much fun like that because they had to hear, <laughs> oh, th- here are two guys having a ton of fun that we can make into stars. No. Don't do that. Well, it's actually, horrible. I, don't anybody, I don't think anybody had a problem with Soto responding by doing it. It was uh, Bregman doing it. Just Isn't have, it fun in the first place? Isn't that the whole point? Bregman apologized for doing it. So, right. I, I like that he had to apologize for that, but it took them two weeks to apologize for the Ozuna shit. Well, that's, that was the bad. Astros are not a, not a great team. Do you think that they were cursed by Tim or cursed because of that? Or did it just compound all, on They had own? no chance in hindsight. I mean, I heard the Washington Nationals had no chance. That was recorded on this show. Want to get back to the games? Yes. I think I'm going to put that other other one at the end. Maybe we will release it tonight. I don't know. I still can't believe that, like, his idea of a bet is loser drinking a soda. I also like how (laughs) he talks about legacy media, how boomers, boomers really love that, but it's the one thing that he loves. He was on here talking about Laverne and Shirley two weeks ago. That's not legacy media. Those are just good old time TV shows, like good shows. So your point was MASH is bad. Laverne and oh, Shirley Mash, is good. Mash is, Mash is trash and Laverne and Shirley is good. Most overrated show ever, MASH? Yeah, probably. I'd have to think about that. I'd, 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 I'd have, have to have a strong disagree with that. I like MASH. I've, I, I, I preferred the movie to the TV show, but the TV show is still quite good. It would have been better if, it wasn't, if Alan Alda wasn't involved. Alan Alda makes everything worse. Hey, you hate Alan Alda. Yeah, it's a I, random I'm not a guy to hate. Alan Alda's great. Yeah. Yeah. He should have been president on the West Wing. Anyway, let's just move on. <laughs> that will do it on the Best of Cuss Corner. Thank you all for watching. Remember to get into the giveaways, both audio and video-wise, for some of those DraftKings dollars. And don't be afraid to tell a friend about Cuss Corner, all right? It's a show that doesn't lend any fantasy or betting advice so there's no inside info and we would love to grow the show so thank you so much for watching i'll see you next time experience experience